Hey everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast about kid shows that make us feel like total creeps. Uh, anyhow, I'm Mike, and let's I, I need to explain a little bit about what's going on here. So, we did a poll on the Facebook group for bonus episodes, as we so often do, and the winner of the poll was Masked Rider, and we are still going to do an episode on Masked Rider. The problem is, uh, our good friend, resident tokusatsu expert and... Really, really big common Rider fan, Julie, is basically indisposed for personal reasons for the whole month of August. So I had to call an audible. And what we've done is we've brought in a bunch of listeners who want a chance to get onto the show. And we asked them, well, hey, what show do you want to talk about? And sort of the show we've settled on is Code Lyoko, for <laughs> better or worse. Mostly worse. Eh, uh, a little bit. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Nah, mm. Mm. We'll get into it. In any case, let's uh, let's go ahead and meet everybody. First up, let's meet Frankie. Hey, I'm Frankie. Frankie Garza. They, them pronouns. All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am a games writer, uh, tabletop and LARP mostly. Uh, I'm at Frankie Extra on Twitter. You'll probably get all my games there. I post them. And I'm working on a couple of other projects, but not much of that. Uh, big Sentai Rangers fan, fan of the show for a couple of months now. I think I've listened to every episode. Alright, cool. Alright, and uh, next up we've got Andrew. Uh, hi, I'm Andrew. Uh, I use he, they. Um, and you can find me at uh, perry-dotted on uh, Tumblr. I'm a big Power Rangers fan. I've seen all of it. Uh, listen to every episode of the show, and I've uh, done a little bit of uh, Sentai. I'm in the middle of Jack Ranger right now. Uh, yeah. Alright, cool. And then uh, next up, we've got Jeff. Uh, hey, uh, I'm Jeff. Um, I'm a freelance graphic designer. Uh, you can find me at Waffleman underscore on Twitter. Um, I'm always looking for jobs. Um, used to be a big Power Rangers fan when I was a kid, and uh, now I've kind of picked up on the uh, Japanese uh, portion of it. I've uh, been listening to the show since the uh, ad on the Adventure Zone. All right, cool beans. And last but not least, let's welcome Kay. Hi, I'm Casey. Uh, she, her, since we're just throwing those all around. <laughs> uh, you may recognize my uh, lovely dulcet tones from... That time I guessed it on uh, Totally Reprise, or my multiple guest spots on War and Beast. Alright. Uh, nice. Yeah, you can, I mean, since I guess we're doing plugs at the beginning, you can find me on Tumblr at uh, Cutest Princess, or on Twitter at Lady K. Hirsch. Just getting them all out of the way. Yep. Yeah, that just, that just kind of happened, but yeah, you know, hey, it's fine. So, anyway folks, let's talk about Code Lyoko. I know nothing about Code Lyoko. It's apparently a French show that um, 
Yes, it is. That gun, yeah, it garnered itself a pretty decent following in in the early two thousands. I want to say. Uh, yeah. Um, it was mm-hmm. like here in America, it mostly um aired on Cartoon Network on Maguzi, which was the action arc that replaced Toonami when that went to Saturdays. Um, I don't it remember was, that yeah. name. It, oh, yeah. yeah, didn't it have like a mascot that was? It had like it a little like an, girl was, and a bunch of random aliens or well, something. Well, it was like underwater and they and, like alien-like things. It was it was kind of like Toonami, but like it had more American and Western shows. Like you know, you'd have like Teen Titans and a couple of uh, mm-hmm. hand-me-downs from Kids WB. Yeah, I, th- I think it wanted to be like a slightly older kids market without going like. Well, I, I think it was full going Toonami because well, Toonami had yeah. kind of started. It was going yeah. kind of younger than Toonami. Uh, you well, know, kind Toonami of, was also moving like older than it used to be. Yeah, and that's partly why it went to Saturday nights. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so does anybody like? So again, like I know some of you were fans of the show, and I know nothing about mm-hmm. it. Does anybody want to talk about like? you know, what what they like about Code Lyoko before we really get into it? Like, what what does someone who is coming into this, like, need to know about this show before diving in? I mean, The theme like, is catchy as heck. Yeah. The theme's really good. Yeah, it's I, good. I, the theme is one of the I few have things a lot I actually remember. Yeah, the theme is really good. And now that I think about it, I I grew up in Mexico. My, my parents are from Mexico. I grew up there uh, until I was 18. And I saw this in Spanish originally, now that I think about it, on hmm. Jetix, which was like the the change from uh, Fox Kids, the channel. And uh, yeah, the, the theme was the same, but with like lyrics in Spanish. And I think it's the same in, in all the languages. It's just the same theme with different lyrics, which to be fair is a pretty catchy song. Yeah, you, no, you sent the uh, you sent the Japanese one earlier, and that that one that kinda, one's my favorite. Yeah, that one kind of was really good. And yeah, and I, so I like think, yeah. I think I remember I catching was... a, a few scattered episodes on Jetix, but like mm-hmm. I don't remember Maguzi or anything. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I would, I mean, I I watched it like when it was on. I wasn't like particularly a fan of it, but I think maybe it, it was part. It was popular because it was like. An anime-style cartoon in yeah. the early 2000s when anime was, like, really becoming a thing, especially in America. So you had stuff like Code Lyoko and you had stuff like the original Teen Titans that were kind of, like, yeah. be inspired by and kind of, yeah, you know, capitalizing totally, on totally that. spies. Yeah, well, yeah. The most yeah. anime show. And, and France was doing a lot of this at the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, France American fucking, companies were France just like, fucking well. loves anime, dude. Yeah, They're and like, I, I think a lot of French companies were uh, sorry, American companies were cluing into the fact that they could very easily just dub French shows, probably more easily and more cheaply than they could dub actual anime a lot of the time. <laughs> so Somebody tell according... that to the people who were sticking up the dialogue at the beginning of this episode. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Oh, god, we'll get to it. I, I really we'll, don't remember. We'll oh to it. my god, yeah. Oh, we'll get to it when we get to it, but ooh. Oh, this episode. <laughs> so, yeah. like, some, sometimes, sometimes it's honestly car- hard to tell, like, what I, I've done a number of episodes of Totally Reprise, so I've watched a bunch of Totally Spies at this point, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they actually animated based on the American voice acting, but sometimes it's kind of hard to tell. Like, maybe just sometimes the dub does a good job, and sometimes it does a bad job, or maybe just the animation's bad. It's hard to tell. 
this show right out of the gate, it is so obvious it's dubbed. <laughs> oh it my is, god, it is like there is yeah. there is a way that that voice actors talk, and it's not their fault. It's usually bad voice coaching, mm-hmm. or yeah. maybe even non-existent voice coaching. But there is a way that someone doing a bad dub speaks. It's on to me. It kind of sounds like the script and coaching might have been from native French speakers because there's kind of like. I don't know why. I get, like, a real vibe of, like, this was written by a French person from how the dub script yeah. is. Like, yeah. There's so, based on the little t- tiny research I did, uh, it's uh, Lyoko was uh, originally a short film directed by Thomas Romain, who's gone on to do, to do uh, design work and work in anime series like Space Dandy. Uh, and, yeah, uh, oh. Busters. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, he was like the director of the um original short film that was the pilot yeah. for this, and he was involved in pre-production of like when it was supposed to be like a mini series. But yeah. by the time it became Code Lyoko, and by the time it had be- gone on TV, he had already he was left gone. the production. Yeah, he was gone uh, working on Oban Star Racers. But you can totally see the anime influence in it. Like it, it wasn't wasn't the original feels. short called like Garbage Kids? Garage. Yeah. <laughs> Garage listen, fans fun. Simon's gonna hate me. Listen, fans fund Leor Cinema. The children make their movies, and then they were gonna make a short, uh, a pilot, and the pilot's called Garage Kids. Oh yeah, gar- Garage Kids. Yeah, I'm looking at mm. right now. And there's some garage and, door okay. looking stuff in there. I can uh, see it. So you think maybe we should go into like a little bit of just like the basic concepts since like this first episode doesn't well, really explain it very show, well. This show explains this show explains so nothing. Well, I have no idea what's happening. There there was an origin story, but like it aired like after the second two? season, like yeah, three it, it years looked, into the yeah, show's run. Yeah, it looks like the prequel came out after season two and before season three. It's and, like that uh, Teen Titans episode that they did way later that takes place before the series started. Yeah. Also, oh, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, the number of episodes, like, for each season. Like, one, two, they both have 26. Three is 13. It's cut in half for some reason. Then season mm. four, inexplicably, has 30 episodes. Holy shit. And then, yeah. and then it was canceled until we got, um, Code the live action Evolution, which was live action in CGI. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, yeah, that never. I don't think that ever came out internationally. That was no. about 20, 2012, 2011, yeah. 2012. I mean, how would it they even dub it? 2012. I mean, they could try. Well, like, I mean, the, like live action stuff gets dubbed all the time. Yeah. But that would be. I think it'd be hard to market to kids. So, so that, that's at least something here, at least here in the states, which is the only real perspective I can speak on, is that like. Kids don't notice when animation gets dubbed, you know, yeah, like they yeah. just because you're looser yeah. with the lips, because you're looser with like the lip movements, so you can kind of bullshit yeah. it a little bit more. But with live action, it's a lot more, you know, precise, so you can tell, like, you know, it's the, basically like, unless it's the reason Power Rangers is the way it is. <laughs> yeah, I was about to, I was about to say counter argument though, Rita Repulsa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rita. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, that's the reason they to did all the fair, free footage. They didn't really try, at least in this first episode, I didn't feel they tried to sync the words to what the characters were saying. They were yeah. just... No. Yeah. They just it, let it, it go. The voice like, acting, like, I don't necessarily remember the voice acting being this bad when I watched it, and I don't know if that was just... It's really bad. Either I was less discerning, or I just don't really remember a whole lot about this series, but I feel so, like it would have stuck out to me. 
So I, I think kind of going into a little bit more detail with what I was talking about earlier, uh, when I say these characters speak the way someone in a bad dub speaks, it's not just that they're – it's not just the awkward way they're trying to match the lips. A lot of that is also for some reason. And admittedly, most of my experience with dubs is from Japanese to English, and I know this is French to English. But it seems to me that when someone is trying to translate something, like whoever's doing the translating is so desperate not to lose anything – through the translation, that they'll have the character say, like, 5,000 things mm-hmm. in the span of about 20 seconds. Yes, this is the day, the day that I will do the thing, the day that I will go and do the thing now, yes, hooray. Yeah, it's 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 very mm-hmm. it's very original Speed Racer. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> so, like, so should we go over, like, just the, like, the basic premise, just, like, a very basic primer? Just I, Yeah, may as well yeah, go I for mean, it. Okay, you- so, the story focuses on these, uh, four kids who go to this, uh, Boarding school. Um, and, you know, they're our friends. Calic Academy. Um, yeah, and uh, one of them, Jeremy, um, somehow discovers a secret passage to an abandoned factory that houses a quantum supercomputer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hosts a uh, virtual world called Lyoko. Oh, and, that's uh, there the are yeah. okay. Yeah, and there are two beings Wait, in so Lyoko. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So someone just left a quantum supercomputer mm-hmm. lying around? They it's like in the it in season it's like two. In a, yeah, it's in like a secret basement, but... <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, we like see it in the show. To get to. I remember have to go yeah, through series, a sewer to get into the, it. Yeah, yeah the, the series kind of goes more into, like, the origins of Lyoko in the later seasons, but... There are two beings currently residing in Lyoko. One of them is Ailita, who is just kind of this, like... Kind of an AI construct that takes the form of a girl and is kind of their ally... And the other is like this, mo- yeah, because it's anime, totally yeah, anime, yeah, yeah. She was the, and the, the 3D girl. And the other is this like malevolent AI slash virus called Xana that wants to break out of Lyoko and take over the world and serves as basically the main antagonist of the show. Yes. And so, um, you know, the basic uh, sort of setup of the show is something like happens in the school. Xana fucks something up. Uh, the kids have to like. Uh, three of the kids have to go into Lyoko, um, and fight off, um, Xana and make him stop doing that. And, like, I, we'll, we'll go into, like, the specifics of exactly what they do in Lyoko when they get into Lyoko. But to be fair, okay. that's more backstory that we just gave than the whole first episode does. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The first, the first episode, episode like, just throws you in. Yeah, you know, just, I, I feel like I get, I feel like probably, like, a lot in, at least in France, probably a lot of, like, that premise was, like, in marketing or something. Yeah, because like halfway um, through, they're like, "Oh, it's our old friend Xana up to his tricks again." Yeah, it's 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 kind of like the new Rangers. Like we have always been fighting Xana. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really in media res. It's 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 really in media res when it really, really, really should not be. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. oh they have, they should have. They should. Probably, there is a there are too many concepts here for them to not have started with the origin story. Like, we'll get to it when we do the summary. At one point, like, halfway through the episode, one of them suddenly drops going back in time. Yes! And I nearly shit myself. (laughs) I I wrote that down. I I had to stop for a second. And I think that's, like, a regular thing they do. Oh, yes, I'll have to... Apparently. We'll have to talk more about what happens with that later on uh, towards I'm the end. I'm very upset is about there, that. Is there, like, a season four episode where they have to, like, deal with the consequences of all of the time warping they're doing? I mean, mm, I don't know about I season four. They have to deal with all, like, the timelines. 
Yeah, because like there it are gets some consequences so revealed by season two, actually. Okay, all right, they're all they're. Right. They have some sort of flow, then. It is it's, It is really weird that there's just time... Fu- like, it's so, not the consequences you would even think. I'll, I'll tell you later. It's, oh, it's fucking... Oh, crazy. jeez. No, but, but so it's... So this is a show like, okay. You tell me you've got this weird, like, virtual reality fucking, you know, just VR troopers, superhuman samurai cyber squad kind of like... Morphin Grid? We're just going in the... We're going to the computer and we're going to fight the internet kind of premise. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on board with that, okay? There's some, there's some weird particulars to this show with that, but you know what? I'm okay. When you say that this, whatever these kids are doing, also causes time travel, and don't explain why. <laughs> I just... Also, can I, can I read you something from the fan wiki? According Please to do. the fan wiki, this uh, property of the supercomputer called time reversion, also known as return to the past now, uh, <laughs> you have to understand... <laughs> At the end of every episode, when they do this, except for this one for some reason, Jeremy hits a button and goes, Return to the past, now! And it made me so mad that it wasn't in this first episode. Okay, so the important thing that this fan wiki says is, Each return trip doubles the processing power of the supercomputer, which in turn doubles Santa's potential Uh, power. You spoiled it. I was hoping to spring that on y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, I, wait. So they keep they keep rewinding to to fix the damage that Xana does, but in doing so, they make him sense. stronger. That's oh, what yes. they figure out in season two, and that's when they have to start stopping doing that. Okay. That's actually kind of cool. Uh, yeah. All right. This, then they only do know, it in yeah. extreme emergencies and have to figure out better ways to take care of shit than always rewinding time. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. That, all right. I like that. That kind of makes me want because yep. I w- I got really mad when the time thing got, got shown. <laughs> oh, I so wonder that why. Actually, kind of makes me want to watch this. Maybe not fully watch it, but maybe want to. I feel like it gets better in season two when they start getting more actually explaining what the fuck is going on and why this exists. But that's also based on memory. It might just all yeah. suck. Yeah, people keep saying that, but I man, I don't know. I've I've been experiencing firsthand what happens when someone says, "Don't worry, this kid show eventually gets better." I remember <laughs> it getting better. Hey, Digimon got better eventually. It just didn't stay better. Oh God! Actually, like I don't know if it gets better. It gets more of a plot. It gets explained. It gets more oh, continuity. God. Probably is would be a better way to put it. <laughs> Kind of speaking of Digimon and also uh, the the VR troopers and the Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad that I mentioned earlier, when we talked about the theme, when this theme song got started, it threw me off so bad because when you tell me that this is a kid show about going into the computer and like fighting internet monsters or whatever, and it just also just it being an action show in general, it's surprisingly low key. I yeah, I expect a certain level of intensity in my kids' action show theme music. But this is like this is just like soft rock, basically. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of auto tune. I'm just, I'm so confused. Yeah, they got like a couple of keyboards and started jamming. They're like, put some, put some lyrics over that. Yeah, it's it's not bad, but it's really not what you would expect. Yeah. So hey, it holds that, up better than a lot of other stuff in this show. I mean, definitely. It's yeah, fair. The soundtrack in fair. general was actually I I dug the soundtrack for the most part, just in general, especially once they got to Lyoko. So should yeah. I talk about the the soundtrack here? Uh, apparently, it was uh, written by Julian La Lasson, 
and song in English by Noam, who has also composed music for Power Ranger Samurai and onwards, oh. and Digimon Fusion. Oh, All right. there's the connection. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, we got our Power Rangers connection. And Digimon. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and Totally Spies. All the connections. We never actually need a Power Rangers connection for the shows we discuss here, but we always seem to find one anyway. <laughs> Everything is always connected to Power Rangers. Seven yeah. and I guess yeah. I guess just children's TV production is just a really incestuous industry. Yeah, yeah, I but, guess yeah, yeah. What is Lyoko but, so. but just an internet manifestation of the morphing grid? I just yeah, yeah, I said that earlier. Know. It's the morphing grid. Yeah, it's a quantum computer so that it can get into the time and space of the morphing grid. It's just okay. Like, so so there's friends in the real world in the show, and then you get into Lyoko and in the infinite park in Lyoko. I think Lyoko is the infinite park. Yeah. I mean, okay. there's enough... It doesn't, yeah. We don't see the other sectors of it in this episode, but there are multiple sectors. It's honestly kind of like the infinite park. I mean, what we see co- does kind of just look like a rock quarry. Yeah, there's apparently <laughs> seven I mean, sectors. Good. Okay, okay, so in any case, yeah. what, do you, what, do you, what do you all say we stop beating around the bush and get into this summary? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Time so this is Code Lyoko, episode one, Teddy Gozilla. It is... It is very important that they put like, that they almost put the word Godzilla in the title, but dropped the D. Yeah, they were. If there's anything I remember not... from Austin Powers Three Gold Member, it's that you can't have it be actually Godzilla, or else you could get sued legally because it is owned by a company. You would I'm think very you, upset. Toho you would think at least you. like Teddy Zilla, like something that floats yes. better. Yeah, yes, no, that's they, what I was going to say. Like, yeah. How close to the word Godzilla can we get without being sued? Maybe things are different in yeah, France. It's, I don't know. But some, some lawyer just said, you just have to drop one letter. And it can't be one of the L's, otherwise that's still too close. <laughs> and there's like, okay, fuck it, drop the D. But so we we open in this this middle school, like this junior high boarding school, whatever the fuck it is. And... These two girls are recording a... Okay, so this is apparently for, like, the new school paper, but they're filming it? The school I mean, it news could be, program. It could be the school, like, webcast. I, I, mean, I was a webcast editor in my school. Yeah, and, like, we some schools had have, something like, like this. Some schools yeah. have, like, TV student news as well, so... This school is rich as hell, so it definitely oh, yeah. has this, this is yeah. a fucking This is a fucking bougie-ass school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is something that throws me off. It's what, just how unbelievably bougie this school is. What what threw me off as someone who worked in student media for several years is that they weren't authorized to film in the prom. Yeah, like Ooh. it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a construction zone. They're just put up like streamers and shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, Let's get in there. I, I feel like it's important to know that they open with the camera upside down and with, like. That's that's not that's a I don't know how you would make that mistake. Yeah, and she's like, like oh, it's are, kind of very rolling? clear what. Yeah, but we're upside down. Like it's very clear what what side the camera is supposed to be. I mean, it's it's an easy like cartoon joke. It's, oh no, the camera's backwards mm. or whatever. But the, so, we, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say that the camera this whole time it's recording it says record or like rec and the red sign and then it has zero 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 yeah. zero and the numbers never go yeah. up and it was giving me anxiety it's it's frustrating because like if they didn't want to take the time to animate the numbers moving which I understand like animation is expensive mm-hmm. they could just not put a number 
You could just put the you could just put the recording symbol, and people would know what was happening. Yeah, that would be yeah. They were too busy putting all the budget into dubbing. Oh God! Speaking of which, so this news broadcast is being filmed by Tamia and reported on by Millie. And how old are I'm, they? I'm real conf- That's that's what I'm confused. That's about. a big, like, that's a big thing, and that's a big thing in this episode, especially mm-hmm. with Millie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Millie is constantly freaking out about how all the like the bigger kids like look down on her and treat her about how she's like. She's basically a baby. But, like, but like, this is a junior high. She can't be less... She can't be more than two years younger than anybody, unless she's, like, skipping grades. Yeah. Well, no. I, I mean, how do... How does this kind of boarding school actually work in, in France? Oh. Like, let's be... I'm Googling it. Also, Millie has, like, a surprisingly mature voice for being a supposed baby. Yes. Yeah. That's something yeah. I was going to mention, is Millie is supposed to be younger than everyone else in this show. And she has just... She has, like, an adult voice. Like, everyone else in the cast is successfully doing an impression of a child, and her actress is, is just not. Yeah. Maybe that's she why she's sounds so like insecure a about woman. her age. She got hit by that weird, by some real weird puberty very hard. <laughs> <laughs> so puberty that affected just her voice. I sound like an adult. Why don't they treat me like one? <laughs> Oh my god, maybe she's she's so paranoid about being treated like a child she took up chain smoking. Oh lord. <laughs> At what, so like apparently 11? apparently in France you have uh, colleges that that's their middle school which go from uh, ages 11 to 15. Okay, I can I can maybe see that, I guess. All right, yeah. yeah. So I guess she's a And then because yeah, because then there's another one that's 15 to 18. Yeah, because, so she must be because 11. apparently like the, yeah. the, the yeah. main four of the cast are all like 13. So like if, it's yeah, only they're like 13, years. 14, which is going to be important later. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! But let's leave that for that. Let's put that off as long as we can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, believe me, I plan to. <laughs> so, in any case, Millie is basically trying to do this news story about the upcoming prom. And she's, like we mentioned, she's not allowed to actually go into where they're setting up for the prom. They're like, there's someone on a ladder and they're setting up decorations or what have you. And actually the folks setting up for the prom seem to be just the other main characters. Like yeah, just our heroes and the bullies readers. that we'll get to. Yeah. And then uh, the foreheads, it begins. Oh, yes. Uh, so so here's the thing, folks. When we When we say these characters have big foreheads, we don't just mean like... You know, like, a, a person might, you know, have a receding hairline or something. It happens. It's fine. But, like, no. No, 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 no. These, these are, like, like the Green Little Men aliens you'll see in, like, in, like, tourist traps about Roswell. Like, like... <laughs> I think all of their, their facial face? features are in the lower half of their face, and everything above yeah, it is forehead. I would actually say that, like, aside from the theme song, the foreheads are probably the only thing people, most people would remember about this show. Like, I'm looking at a frame of Odd, and his forehead is literally bigger than the rest of his face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, seeing his, his forehead in his, one of these related videos. His I hair like it, doesn't start until about halfway up his scalp. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so they do, they do this weird thing where, like, they they draw all of the girls, and, like, half of their head is their face. And then with the boys, they 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 just go wait wait wait. We still need something to distinguish the male characters from the female characters. They just put more make head. their foreheads even bigger. 
somehow. And it's just so gigantic. Somehow. These characters are too top-heavy. How do they stand? Like, Ulrich's head is a damn cylinder. They're, they're like living bobbleheads. Yeah. They're basically yeah. So, like re- those really bad how-to-draw animes, except instead of having big eyes to necessitate the large <laughs> upper half of the face, they have tiny eyes, but still the giant heads. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And I guess, it's, yeah, we'll introduce those main characters when they come up, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a bad time, the though. The show just these, sure these doesn't. <laughs> no, we don't really get proper introductions to anybody. No, um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. So know. this 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 feels like, and this is this is kind of typical of kids shows. There's the show get eventually, I guess, become serialized when we get to like the second season. But for now, this is very much a monster of the day thing. So we're we're in medias res, and they're never going to explain anything or who anyone is. And tonight is the big night. On it, I don't know how. We, I didn't know. I didn't know Odd's night. name until like. The end of the episode. <laughs> okay, Odd is. Can we talk about Odd for oh, a second? Absolutely. Okay, let's okay. talk. Let's talk about my furry child. Okay. Yeah, well. Okay. First of all, their name is Odd. Just yes. the word O D D Odd. That is yeah. apparent. Is... I looked it up, and apparently that's actually a Norwegian name. It's huh. common. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. And so I know. I thought it was like short for something like Odd Thalamir. I thought they had literally something. just named him Odd. Like to to imply that he was the weird one. Yeah, I mean, well, probably because he, he's, he's the comic meaning. relief. He is the furry of the group. He's the Zach, furry, and also like, he's the Zack. I he is flamboyantly gay. I'm sorry, he just is. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I yeah. for most of this, I was trying so hard to like nail down like, is this a character that's supposed to be like, was that was this a character that was originally supposed to be like non-binary or something? But like the the people doing the English dub were like, no, we can't have that. We gotta we gotta come down on one side or the other here, and we're gonna say Francis he's a boy. That progressive, yeah, especially yeah, not I, in like two thousand and three. I wouldn't say something in two thousand and three would be that nuanced. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what kept throwing me off because like if you just if you just told me if if you just told me that Odd was just gender fluid yeah. or something, I would buy it instantly because well, everything about this character screams that. It's, it's I think canon that's why now. I like, we made it canon here yeah, today. Congratulations, I, folks. Hands yeah, I think I, I think it's just I one think of those that's things why. where like they weren't trying to, but like they did it on accident. Mm-hmm. I think they were just no. trying to be anime, but accidentally made him super super yeah. definitely not straight or cis. Yeah, no, yeah. it definitely gives me that that feeling of, oh, yeah, non-binary. Like, my non-binary radar, it's like, oh, yeah, I get you. Yeah, like, spoiler warning, when he goes into the virtual space, he basically becomes a cat girl. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, he's a, he's a cat, like yeah. a cat boy, yeah. He's just a fur. Yeah. It's yeah. even better in season two when they change the designs and he gets cat ears. Oh, oh my god. Yes, I'm looking at that oh right now. That's good. That's real good. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Show. I love so it. There you Before go. we actually get to any to watch the show, <laughs> well, mm. Mm. anyway, before we get to any of that, we still have to deal with uh, Millie getting picked on by the local bully, Sissy. Sissy, Sissy. who Sissy. is apparently Sissy is Mandy, but she has done things wrong. Sissy makes Bulk and Skull and Mandy look like a bunch of fucking chumps. Sissy, she... like Sissy, is also the principal's daughter. Yeah, which is the only she... way she could get away with wearing that revealing of a. Outfit with a midriff showing. Oh, I mean, just we wait yeah. until a little. Just bit. we wait. Yeah, yeah. And no, she we, probably has waiting. the most Let's forehead. Not talk about that. Yeah, she has a huge forehead. Yeah, she also. Does. What is that under her eyes? Is that supposed to be like eyelashes or just? 
I think it, I think it's I th- either like mascara or just kind of like a blush mark. So like sometimes like just like an accent to the cheeks. Yeah, yeah I thought maybe I have freckles. No idea. Actually, there's one lines. thing I wanted to uh, mention uh, before we get to her is uh, the way they are talking, even though it's very obviously horribly dubbed. It almost works if you think of it as them being bad, horrible, awkward news kid newscasters like you would see in an actual school. Yeah, like it kind of makes sense for like Millie. as evidenced in uh, as seen in Spider Man Homecoming, actually. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, oh yes. Then, Those are the best. But sports. then the other characters who aren't doing that start talking, and then that falls apart. <laughs> yeah. Sissy's voice is so, so high. It's so high, and again, it's really throwing me off because she's supposed to be like the. The older kid, yeah. and she's she, she's actually doing like a chipmunk voice, <laughs> and then she's talking down to this like little girl that I that everyone else is treating like is theoretically treating like a baby, and again she she's talking like a forty year old woman, and it really just throws everything <laughs> off. Yeah, um, so like one of them had yeah. helium, and the other was a chain smoker. Yeah, but the thing the thing with Sissy is she like we've mentioned she's very much filling in the Mandy from Totally Spies role, but she has none of that. She has none of that je ne sais quoi that Mandy has. She's, she has none of the charm. She's just a jerk. Just yeah. She's just a yeah. She's just a jerk. And her lackeys. She's got this these crab and goy motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. What are so their names? She, also, I don't, I don't think know. We're given their names. You don't get them in this episode. Both they have names, but no, I, I prefer crab and goyle. No, yes, I actually yeah, do it's, too. it's crab and goyle. But what's weird is like at least. Her, this is where we see this like the popular girl trope in other media, like like the aforementioned Totally Spies. Like the popular girls' lackeys will just be like other popular girls. Yeah, these are just two sissy lackeys. Yeah, sissy lackeys are like just two nerds. Their names apparently are Herb and Nicholas. Hmm. Uh, I'm okay. sure we yep. learned that in another episode. Do we know which is which? Fathers to name them. I think I think they're Do probably. We- yeah, I I think they're probably just like hanging on to her, like you know. I, you know, I guess infatuation or something like, ah, the hot girl will like me if I do what she says or something. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's like how uh, them and, like pushes them around. What's that? Yeah. What's but the, also like what's the I think they're supposed to be also totally spies. Uh, Arnold. Yeah, it's like how Arnold runs the Mandy Foot Worship Club. Wait, what? Yeah, but the thing is, Mandy doesn't <laughs> try to use Arnold as her muscle. Is the thing. Like well, I, the bigger one of win. these two, I can kind of I can kind of see being like maybe a physical threat. Not the smaller one. Not the nerdlinger. That's not at all. Um, the nerdlingers to do the math homework, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Oh, uh, yep, yep. That makes sense. So basically, Sissy starts talking down to uh, to Millie about how like she won't get to go to the prom because she doesn't. She can't have a date. And okay, so here's something I'm confused about. <laughs> Is is this whole thing about you need to have a date to go to the prom just the social pressure to have a date, or is there actually some rule at this prom I, I, where you have to have a date? I think it's just because I'm not clear I, on that. I think it's just social pre- pressure because, like, they mentioned just kind of going alone later. Yeah, and then yeah, they but, they okay. mentioned that they're just going to go alone later. So I think it's just kind of social pressure and haha, nobody likes you. Because yeah, the odd was also, also not going with anybody else in this. At least in yeah, this initial timeline. Odd oh, was yeah. definitely going stag. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Also, or doe, depending on what gender they were feeling at the time. Yeah. <laughs> also, by <laughs> the way, apparently one of the sissies' minions in season two joins a band with Odd, and why is this show making me want to watch it? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, like, 
the, the these kids, they want to go to the prom because they have, like, a news report to film there, so shouldn't they be able to just, like, get, like, press passes oh, or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah, why is yeah. there, like, a Should- whole thing? Also, there's, like, a fairly okay transition where the the, the nerdlinger, like, puts his ham- hand over the camera and then we cut to finally out of the camera view for the uh, show. Yeah, <laughs> for the first time, and we yeah. we, we meet we meet Millie's friend Tamia, and I want to say this about Millie and Tamia real quick. Millie is just a wretched little shit. Oh, God, yeah, she's the worst. She is and, going to grow up to be a totally spies villain, as we'll see oh later. Oh my God, she's yeah, awful. yeah. We'll 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 find out about that. However, her friend Tamia has the patience of a saint. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. she is a god. Ah, uh, she. The best character in the show. She like, is either, really. She's, she's trying. God she's either her. the most patient person in the universe, or she has an unrequited crush, or something. Yeah, could that be both. Be it. it could be both. Before uh, before we leave this scene, though, I I posted it on Twitter and I tagged Mike. There is, a, and I'm posting it right now in the chat. There is a a scene where. Sissy stalking, and the inside of her mouth is the same color of her shirt, and it freaked me out. I mean, load this up. It's oh, no. just, and then it's weirder when it's moving. So when when I saw that, it because it looks like her tongue's just in the air, floating. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, so this, okay, this I whole, can see that. Yeah, that whole shot is nothing but browns and reds, and it is kind of weird. Yeah, I think I think it's just kind of a coincidence that they yeah it, uh, between the background and the two characters that happened to be on screen at the time. But yeah, that is a, that is a weird look. They were only allowed to use four colors, so it yeah, was. Bad they were going to release this on original <laughs> Game Boy. <laughs> In spite of the fact that it came, what year did this come 2003. out? Uh, two thousand three. Yeah. Oh God. So anyway, speaking of unrequited crushes, so Millie decides to immediately ask out. Ulrich. Yeah, Ulrich, which, Ulrich uh, is kind of like... I, I don't want to say the leader, but the he is basically the Jason. Yeah, he's the Jason. Yeah, every every bit of... And admittedly, I didn't do a whole lot of research on the show, but like by all indications, Ulrich is meant to be the main character. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of makes sense, because like most main characters in ensemble shows of this type, he has no personality whatsoever. Yeah, but I, 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 feel like as, I feel like as the show goes on... I. I, I feel like as the show went on, I kind of remember it having a bit more of a focus on Jeremy, who we'll meet a little bit later. Another yeah. white dude. Mm. Yep. Well, yeah. I, well, I mean, in fairness, it's France. Jeremy Jeremy is the computery expert in a show about going in and fighting at the internet. It makes more yeah. sense for Jeremy to be the focus. Yeah. yeah. The, way, the way the Wikipedia page is written, it makes Jeremy seem the main character. And I, I think that's just like Ulrich is just kind of yeah like the kind of Jason for you know they're not sure what they're doing yet with the show so they just kind of have like they're just kind of the brand guy they're still yeah. archetypes at this point instead of actual characters yeah yeah, yeah. also but so oh but, there's a little bit of dialogue we kind of skim past that I want to make sure we don't miss so when Sissy oh. tells Millie that they can't do their interview. She goes like, well, what about freedom of the press? Yeah, and, and, and Sissy says, well, little dipsticks like you don't have any freedom. Oh, my God. Oh. Turns out Sissy yeah. is secretly woke about how much we screw over children. Yeah. Sissy will grow up to be part of the Trump administration. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, she she basically gets by on who her family members are and how much money she has. So that makes sense. Enter Marie Le Pen joke here. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Uh, and then, um, she also talks about how, oh, no boy would ever take you. And, and like, her two lackeys are, are like, yeah, yeah. her two lackeys like, are like, like Yeah. I, I think like, like, yeah, she says they'll, they'll and it's like, like, who are you to talk, nerdlinger? That. Like, who are, you're not a prize catch yourself, you fucking dweebus. Come I, on. I, th- I think Sissy, like, <laughs> choreographed that in advance. Because, oh, yeah, she's like, because they do it in fucking think. Yeah. If you ask them, they would run away like scared rabbits. <laughs> but so, and also Millie she calls and, her I guess, a jerk. She call what? Did, what did she do to be called a jerk? Does Sissy not know what a jerk is? I mean, I guess they ran out of. I don't know. No boy would go with you. You're too insults. much of a jerk. Yeah, and then and why? Then, and then Millie. I mean, turns. And maybe looks. she's like a real smear journalist. Yeah. yeah. In in fairness, in fairness to Sissy, Millie is a jerk. Oh yes, no. Yeah, Millie, Sissy Millie doesn't Millie realize is a this. Jerk. But so she, but so Millie turns to Ulrich with tears. Yeah, she's already she crying. crying. She's got tears in her eyes. She's like, like my heart. She has like a blush on her face and like tears yeah. pouring out of her eyes. And she's like, Ulrich, will you be my date to the prom? Except a lot, lot. And our Lord, hero himself this crying. Yeah, and then Ulrich says, I'm too old for you. Yeah! I mean, you're like two years older than her, dude. But I guess he's like a teenager, so I guess like those things would probably matter more when you're a dumb teenager. That matters a lot more. Here's the thing. This show and some of the other characters pretend that like Ulrich like was really harsh in the way he turned Millie down. But he says like really nice. He's like, oh, sorry, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm flattered, but A, I'm a lot older than you. And B, I've already got a date for the prom. Yeah, yeah. like he's already yeah, he's already going with Yumi, who's another one of our main characters. She's the girl. Um, she's the Japanese girl. Yeah, yay! And like they both blush when they say this, and it's like the show kind of went from zero to shipping in about two and a half mm-hmm. minutes. It's exactly so these, two minutes thirty-one. The, these seconds. two characters are so, so. So these two characters are apparently already going steady, but every time they interact, they blush. Like yeah. the yeah. the show. This show still treats it like this is the typical cartoon, like, just sort of, you know, poppy love, like, unrequited blooming romance or whatever. But, like, they're already going out. They're, they're already the a couple. Yeah, they're teenagers. Teenagers blush all the time. Just, you know. <laughs> According to the show, yes. If you're just a teenager. Yeah, these characters all just blush blood. fucking every five seconds. There's there's a lot of blushing. Uh, but in any case, like, Ulrich's, Ulrich tells her no, but again, he, he does it in basically the nicest way he possibly could yeah, and has he, legitimate reasons for telling her no. Yeah, he's, he's very reasonable about the whole thing. He's being a gentleman, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And so what happens is, Tamiya tries to comfort Millie a little bit, but Millie just... She just freaks out and starts screaming about how big kids are the worst and runs out the door. Oh, hold on, there, there's Sissy's line before that, where uh, she laughs at Millie and says, uh, uh, I think you'll, uh, where did I, you'll have don't more worry, Millie. Getting a yeah, at I'll, the sure, sandbox I'll sure you'll dance. find a boy for the sandbox dance. <laughs> what a jerk. I cut... I kind of honestly would like to go to some kind of dance party that takes place in a giant sandbox. I mean, I mean, isn't that like I, a beach I, I think party? That would be kind of fun. Yeah, I guess that's basically just a beach <laughs> yeah. party. Okay, it's just a beach party with walls. I, I, I just, I just fucking pulled a Silicon Valley and invented something that already existed. Uh, Great. So, speaking of Silicon Valley, we oh. go to 
we, we meet this character. What's this guy's name? Jeremy? Jeremy. Jeremy. Yes. And I have my note here. Oh, hey, it's Billy. Yeah, he's the Billy. He is He is <laughs> entirely the fucking Billy. Well, he's, he's he so Billy and more kind of he's, he's got that picture of Albert Einstein on his yeah, wall. Oh, it's like, my God. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down, too. Yeah, it's hyper-realistic. He has apparently two computers sitting at, sat like, next to each other. Yeah, like gotta have those that, dual monitors. That poster displays. is photoshopped in. It is not drawn. That is photoshopped yeah, no, in. That's photoshopped. No, that, yeah, that's definitely just copy pasted. Oh, but yeah. it is accurate because it's that one photo of Albert Einstein with his tongue sticking out that every nerd has. Yeah, and he has oh, like double man. CRT monitors. What appears to be like two like desktops like sat next to each other, and like yeah, so he can a computer while he computers. Yeah, and then just some empty ass shelves. This is one of and so, this is such a bare room. His bed is so low to the floor. I think his mm-hmm. bed is just a mattress. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. But like you it's a boarding school. You think, you think they provide a bed computer. frame? No, like Sissy has like a bed. Like just a regular yeah. bed. So does Millie. It's just Jeremy has he's, the lowest bed known to man. Do you think do it's you think Jeremy so took took the bed frame off? And was like, no, I need to be closer to the ground, get my ideas flowing in. I need more room for computers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he just sold it for computer money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, here's what's really weird, is we've been led to believe, like, by, by what happens later and by the description that you all gave me, that Alia, which is like the magical girl on the computer... Alita. She, Alita. Alita, sorry. Yeah. She lives in the supercomputer that's in the garage, right? Yes, yeah, she does. Yes. How is she on his personal computer here in his dorm? My guess, guess is that he probably just like established yeah, a network she, connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He and probably just also, somehow landed up all the way over to the uh, <laughs> computer. Just a giant cord running through the sewers. A lot of cable. Yeah. So we actually we actually find out later that apparently this like secret like headquarters that they go to 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 go into the internet is actually a pretty long way away from the dorm. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. to like. They go into the they, sewer, they, go, they like, ride a skateboard. They have to like, do an entire stock footage scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's and also, a going, going to the factory to to is place. basically their transformation sequence. Also, apparently the factory and the school are both based on real uh, locations in France. Yeah, I saw so that. That's kind of My, the first thing when this happened, because I watched this before doing any research... I wrote, when Alita shows up on the screen, I wrote, we in the shit now, huh? Because it just throws you in into this, oh, okay, well, I guess they're not, this is an origin story. And then the voice yeah. acting from Alita is particularly bad in a show with bad voice acting. And this, yeah. is, where we get into, and and this it, is where we get introduced to the CG aspects. Yes, we get, we get 2D and 3D animation on the same screen at the same time. Yeah, it's not good. So what happens is Jeremy hits the enter key, and then we go to that fucking chase sequence from Lawnmower Man. <laughs> and then when we wake up, we're in the middle of like this just bad CG desert, and there's Hatsune Miku there waiting to greet us. Hatsune Pinku. Yeah. <laughs> she talks to Jeremy about how, like, hey, so nothing real weird's going on right now. Thanks for checking in. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, hey, so... By the way, I'm I'm making some progress on trying to figure out how to make you real, so you can live with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give I'll give a spoiler. In later seasons, they actually do do that. Like she actually does start coming into the real yeah. world. Oh, I have more spoilers for that, but I'll save those for later. Yeah. So he's, uh, 
uh, Ailita also... Does, does this get into some, like, her shit? Yes. Like, Jeremy yes. is just in love with this girl? Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. It's, like the it's like the opposite of real life, where it's a 2D boy in love with his 3D internet wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Also, I mean, to be fair, they will both become live action by by the end of the season. <laughs> They'll become a real boy. Also, <laughs> yeah. I need to mention seeing nothing around the towers because there's no backstory whatsoever. Yeah, and I still don't know what these towers are or what. I they think do. The, like okay, I think like the the towers are kind of like I think Xana's like servers, and they're yeah. they like activate whenever Xana is up to some shit, and they've got to like find whatever tower has been activated and deactivate it when he's up to his shit. It's just, they're just in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gotta climb they that. Do, they do climb yeah. those towers, actually. It's it's just Calamity, Xana, Alita, Zelda. They climb towers and go across a vast, vast world with multiple biomes. It's just fucking Breath Five of the Wild. Five zones. Who's Link, then? Who built this desert? Um... I don't know. All the other ones, they're all co-links. Jeremy? Alright. You know, it's like Did four ask- swords. Yeah. Did you so- ask who built this? Yeah, because it's, it's a virtual world. Someone had to build oh. it, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Do you want me to Fran- tell you? Francis that's part of the plot, yeah. Wait, what? I mean, well, they, going into the it's origins of Lyoko are kind of part of, are stuff that they go into later in the, in the show when it starts getting more serial. A dude named Waldo made it. That's, that's no, all that's you need to right. know. Uh, Waldo Franz Schaeffer, commonly known as Franz Hopper. That's there we go. According to the, according to the Code Lyoko Wikia. That's right, because everybody changes their names like five times because it's all a bunch of secret government shit, actually. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, what? It's a bunch of secret government shit, but no one was like, no one put up like a fence around this. Or, I should say it's a secret computer. from the government, Trevor. Oh, hmm. that's why they all okay. have to change their names and like flee to different places. So we get we start seeing this. There's a kind of scene transition we see a lot. That's basically just whoosh, we cut away whoosh. to one of the computer versions of one of the heroes doing a dramatic pose and maybe an attack. Oh, that yeah. scene transition! It's I'm like an anime eye catch, one. except they use it as a scene transition rather than as a commercial break. Full yeah. metal yeah, alchemist. It's to fill time. Full metal alchemist. Yeah, <laughs> but so let's let's talk briefly because they're the ones we're not going to see in this episode. But Ulrich and and Yumi's like computery versions are basically just like a samurai and a geisha, right? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. she's yeah. Japanese, don't you know? You have to be a geisha if you're a Japanese girl. And he's dating a Japanese girl, so he's obviously a samurai. And Odd is a furry, so he's yeah, a cat. Odd's a furry. Yeah, well, that that one's obvious. That 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 uh, renowned samurai Ulrich. <laughs> and also, like one thing about yeah. Odd now that he's on the screen, he's got like this weird. Pa- purple patch of hair like on the yeah. front yeah and it's it's just That's like the, it's not like tips it's just like a yeah, big it's just, purple it's like spot a, like yeah. on the so top I, on I his think, hairline I think how they did that was like they dyed like the bottom part of his hair and then let it grow out for like a month so like there would just be like that spot and then nothing else I think they just painted it on his head <laughs> does anyone know if in canon that's his hair, or or do they paint it every time? I wonder what he looks like in the live-action version. Oh my god. Uh, oh, you know what's funny? Is I'm the live-action version that. of Alita, he still I'm, has pink hair. I'm looking at it right now. He does not seem to have dyed hair. The pink hair? 
Oh, but so it's, after the transition, no, yeah, he's just like we, he doesn't even have blonde hair. He's just like yeah, some douche. Yeah, he's just some <laughs> kid now. Oh, this is not my odd. Yeah, no, <laughs> this is like not my dude. Odd. What the hell? <laughs> I hate this. Hey, look, also, look at a live is, action Alita though. At least they got her down. Also, his full name is Odd Della Rabia. Good name. Yeah, good Norwegian. Okay. Good Norwegian boy. So we after that transition we see the origins of a supervillain this is as millie (laughs) millie starts screaming about how she hates everyone older than her everywhere in the world i have the exact quote right here it is oh i hate them all of them i hate every single one of them i hate everybody in the world yeah she's just crying on this bear this is something some a villain in totally spice would have as their origin like she should be yeah like if it were just a little different it would be that she Went, became mad because of this and built a giant teddy bear mech to destroy downtown San Francisco or something, and the spies would have to stop her. Yeah. And she even declares that she hates Tamiya, which, how could you hate Tamiya? I know, yeah. Tamiya's no. you do that. Tamiya's a saint. Yeah. And like, Tamiya's cut- a hero we deserve. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, all I say is Tamiya's the hero we deserve. Oh. Uh, yeah. Actually, hold on, I'm trying to look. So. Does Millie have like a really low bed also? I can't. She yeah, it's kind of a low tall. bed. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of low. That's because her and friends, Jeremy though? are short, so they have low beds. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. So, we cut back to, uh, the, oh, actually, before we leave yeah, the scene, yeah, as Millie storms off, important. like, an evil red's eye appears on her computer monitor. That's basically eye like Xana's Zana. logo. Is that a mirror? Yeah. Or does she also have two monitors for her computer? They well, both I think, have a I computer. Think yeah, I think they're they're roommates, so there's just two computers. There's two computers. Like I see That's that, fair. but then like on the left, there's, there's also what, what, yeah, what looks like just a flat monitor, not a CRT. I guess everybody was yeah. just rocking dual monitors like way in advance. Yeah, I mean it could be a TV. I guess maybe maybe yeah. it's it's for all the editing software that they have for their newscast. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually that makes sense. Yeah, I guess editing and, is yeah, and then the and, like, I guess then, there, I guess like. And I guess that yeah. lends credence to like our fact that like the school is just kind of connected to Lyoko for some reason yeah. on the net. Yeah. Oh, Xana can just do that. I yeah. guess he can. Xana well, okay. can do a lot of things. That's it, get, we'll, it gets we'll weirder. Show. It gets weirder where Xana comes from in like a scene or two. But I mean, um, can I? Yeah, we'll, but, we'll, but, yeah. we'll get yeah. to it. We'll but get to it. So for now, to the hallway, yeah. and we get the very obviously animated door, which is different from every other door. I love that shit. Uh, I just yeah, one of my favorite things out, ever is good. I just want to shout out the posters in in the room, the pink koala oh, yeah. and the knockoff uh, uh, like friendship bear. They're very good. Yeah, she's a lot of like nice. animal plushes. Cool. She, she got like a boom box. Her room feels more lived yeah. in than Jeremy's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's because Jeremy lives in the anime world. <laughs> he lives oh, in God. the Matrix. Hey guys, my girlfriend lives in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we cut to they're still setting up the for the prom, and I guess they're setting up a disco ball for some reason. And the other characters are scolding Ulrich for being a bit too mean when he turned Millie down. Wait, she as he and, was not. No, he wasn't. And then we get this really awkward bit of dialogue where like they make fun of Sissy, but in a way that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and then she gets angry, and then that's the end yeah. of the scene. Also, mm-hmm. um... 
Don't look so gloomy, Ulrich. Is it because of Millie? You could have said yes. You know, me and the prom. Even if I was your date? Says he really did come on strong. If meanness is one of the qualities of a beauty queen, she'll get reelected all right. That's true, but try to get Miss World to see that. <laughs> Miss World, huh? Miss Inner Own World, I like it. <laughs> Yumi just, and, also, and also Jeremy has gotten playing. here. Yeah, Yumi is just kind of sitting there. Like, everyone else is, like, doing stuff with the mic or, like, wire taping down some wires and stuff. She's just sitting there on the stage. Watching She's a rebellious yeah. even, 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 even Sissy, the, the, the big jerk that's supposed to be the big, big meanie that everyone hates, she's the one at the top of the ladder doing the dangerous shit setting up the disco ball. So And she's kind of making you know, faces what, the, in the uh, mirrors on it. That's true. Maybe maybe she volunteered to do it so she could look at her lips. And her head disco could double ball. as a disco ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's mean. It's true. It's, you're not wrong. To be fair, all of their heads kind of do. Yeah. So, we cut to what we later find out is like a tool it's shed. It's so rusty. It is covered yeah, in rust. It's like, it oh is my covered God. in tetanus. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they even acknowledge this is just it. the boarding school's... Yeah. So this is like the boarding school's like old building where they keep all the like the the maintenance equipment and tools and like lawnmowers and shit. And Missy's just hanging out in there, confiding in her teddy bear about how she's so angry. Uh, when Tamia comes by, knocks on the window, is like, "Hey, uh, Millie, we've got to go do like new Are stuff." You done sulking and she's like, yet. "Okay." This conversation yeah. she has with this bear is more proof that she will grow up to be a supervillain. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I have that in my notes. It's like her villain speech. Yeah, this is a yeah, fucking. Like, one of these days, or- they'll be sorry. And then she just leaves the teddy bear in the shed for some reason. Yeah, take it back yeah. to your room, dipshit. Yeah, it would be. You know what? It would strike me as weird that she just left this teddy bear alone in this like old tool shed where she apparently isn't supposed to be. If it weren't for the fact that as soon as she leaves the room, fucking Hexus from Fern Gully shows up. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it comes out of the, like the the light fixture on the ceiling. In a in like a weird like cloud of smoke arm thing and possesses the teddy. Like bear. I'm not I'm not sure this is how computer viruses work. Like yeah. it's not Mega Man Battle Network. Come on, I don't, I don't electricity think they can and come smoke. Out of light bulbs. I don't think they can have a corporeal form and like. Yeah. I don't well, I don't think that teddy bear has like any computer in it. No, it probably I mean, it doesn't just has yet. a talking voice box that died like fifty years ago. Oh, so it's a Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, and then we get like hyper realistic bear roar and then we cut to Turn the page. Yeah. And then we and then we're <laughs> five forty five. We've gotten to our second commercial break. <laughs> yeah. This is a little rough. Uh how about we take a quick break before we get to the most uncomfortable oh, scene. Oh, oh my god. Oh, okay. Okay. Second oh my god. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna take a break to brace yeah, ourselves for that. Alright. We'll be we'll be right back. Alright. And we're back, and... Oh boy, here we go. So... Let's get into uh, it. We cut to a hallway, where Sissy is going back to her dorm, and... Like, she's telling the nerds to leave her alone. I don't know what they thought they were going to do with her in yeah. her room. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of... going to ask where her I, to the dance? This yeah. is kind of where I came in, like, earlier with, like, I think they're, like... They want to get with her, so they're just, like, being her lackeys. So they're like, oh, if, the, if we do what the popular girl says, she'll like us, you know... And, like, they're probably going to grow up to write an entire creed on Reddit about how they got friend zone and how they were a nice guy. Yeah. 
Also, oh, just a God. weird nitpicky yep. thing. She turns the door handle before bringing the key to unlock the door. <laughs> so I think the door was Well, you gotta check to see unlocked. if anybody broke in. That's, yeah. that's one of those weird French locks where you have to turn it first. Hmm. It's weird French locks that defy the flow of time. Yeah. Explains a lot about the show, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, actually, so. she does deliver a pretty nice burn here when they're like, oh, we just thought, and then she says, Take this advice. Don't think. It doesn't suit you. That is I was, a good I, was oh. I was watching the video and like that line was perfectly synced to when you said it. <laughs> oh my. Powerful. <laughs> yeah. She says, nice. uh, as far as I know, you're not beauticians, so stop sticking to me like glue. Yeah. <laughs> Just I don't know what the line is. <laughs> I don't know. The dialogue it is probably so, made so. more sense in French. Yeah, that's kind of why I Probably. said, like, there's kind of, like, I feel like there may be, like, a, the translator was maybe, like, a native French speaker, because there's kind of, there's kind of that syntax of it being, of, like, a, li- it feels like a literal translation, almost. Like, they didn't think yeah, about, that, oh, idioms are a thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, yeah, that is, that or, like, is how English that, flows. Yeah, that'll happen sometimes when you get someone who's speaking in a second language, is they'll literally translate something that should not be, mm-hmm. without really thinking about it, and... It just it happens, but it it's awkward when you don't have like someone there to be the editor for your TV show who can catch that kind of thing, which apparently just no one bothered with. This. Yeah, like uh, my guess was that like I think it probably initially this was probably being like brought over for cheap or dubbed. Yeah, I think Saban had something to do with it. Maybe so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I feel maybe like not. I don't know. That'd be too perfect if it actually did. I mean, it. Yeah, it probably would, but I don't. I don't. I don't think that's what's going on here. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, yeah, so fair. sissy goes into her so, room. Yeah, and then we we see a lot of really cool decorations in her room. A lot of posters, and, and she's stuff. also she. Okay, okay. I've got to look at her bed for a second. She's got like she's also got a pretty low bed, but her mattress has to be like three inches thick. Oh yeah. I think it's one of those things where, like, the mattress, like, sinks into the bed frame a little bit. But, like, bit. even, no, even with the bed frame, that's not a very thick bed frame. Mm, yeah, okay. No, it's it's real strange. She also she's got ha- these posters that's, like, of three dudes trying to look like, yeah. I think th- I think they're supposed to be, like, a rap group or something. Yeah. Two they're shirtless to look guys tough. fighting and a third guy doing a slop squat. And also her pillow <laughs> yeah. is, like, fucking flat as hell. That can't be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Does she just she's got a poster of a wall that's, like, I think it's supposed to be... I guess another band, it's like two ladies, like, uh, one of them's leaning on the other shoulders, and there's like a star behind them. Yeah, oh, it's tattooed. I just got like a dolphin. I feel like they're at like the gym. And then there's, on like, yeah, maybe. On, like there's a little dolphin. shelf right next to her head. Is that like a bobblehead? I think that's like her alarm clock. No, that's a that's a poster with a with a with like a soda can in front of it. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. I think it's yeah. an Abe Lincoln yeah, poster. <laughs> As you folks may have noticed, we spent a lot of time not talking about anything going on with the visuals of the background, oh. and then all of a sudden we care a lot about the background. The I love That's you. That's because we don't want to talk about what happens in this oh, scene. Yeah, no, we hate it. No, let's okay. just get Let, it over. Let's with. talk about the I love you pillow instead. Here's no, a, yeah, no, we got to rip the bandage off. She takes her clothes off. She takes her clothes off. <laughs> she she starts taking her shoes off and basically we're, strips down to her socks and underwear. And we're seeing this through, like, a weird red filter. Yeah, from Lyoko under the bed. is apparently under her bed watching her. Yeah, Ooh. so basically <laughs> oh what's, my God. what's actually Ooh. happening what's actually happening in the scene is that the evil possessed teddy bear is watching her. Oh, that's a but bear. The, okay. Yeah, yeah the end that? result, You thought it was though, just a weird directing choice? Yeah, I thought, I didn't realize I mean, it, it kind of is. got under the bed. I was like, why is the computer under the bed? 
it makes sense that it's the bear. It's still weird, but like yeah. I yeah. But the thing is, in practical terms, and I can only assume that this is the you know whole reason this particular episode was written is the end result is we spend a lot of time in Ugh. this girl's bedroom with low angle shots of us like. It looks like it's a hidden camera, yeah. and we're just watching her walk around her room in her underwear for, like, a lot of the show goes by very quickly. There's a lot of short scenes and a lot of quick cuts. Mm. This scene lingers. Mm. This scene is, like, maybe two minutes long the end of, the scene. of her this just... This scene ends. makes totally spies look innocent and chaste. This scene ends at 7 minutes, 25 seconds, and starts at around 6.10 or so. Mm. And, like, the thing is... None of this scene required her to be in her underwear. Oh, absolutely mm-hmm. not. I, this, I think maybe yeah. like the the justification is that she's like getting ready for prom. So, but but yeah, you don't honestly. You robe. don't need you that. You could put a ro- you could put a robe yeah. on. If she was just wearing a bathrobe, it would make this scene so much less. She's yeah. wearing a bathrobe later. Yeah, she wears a bathrobe in the next scene. But for some reason, yeah. we had to. I don't know. Stay authentic. I, it's just, I don't know, maybe it's hot. Maybe it's a hot day. But it's a lot of it is just what the camera angles they choose and the order they choose them in and which shots last longer than others. And, and then she scratches her butt. And yeah. Then, yeah, it just, it feels... She's 13. It feels just really weirdly <laughs> voyeuristic. And this character's got to be like 14. I think she might be 13. She's making a lot of just noises. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, little bit of dialogue we get in this scene is that she's talking about how just you know one of these days she's gonna get Ulrich. One of the days she's gonna she's gonna he's gonna see the light and how she's the best girl and he's gonna hook um, up with her instead of Yumi because there's this again this is really weird that the show has this dynamic where the bully has a crush on the main character. Yeah, she's gonna get that boy but, and get that butt. Well, yeah. I mean- which, I mean, here's the thing, like, she's the bully, but I don't think she's necessarily a bully to the main characters. Like, no, she, she, cause she doesn't really bully our heroes. Like, she's she's a jerk to, like, everybody else. Well, d- in other episodes, does she? Is I she don't know. the main character? I don't I know. Like, she is. Yeah, I, I think she is. If she is, then yeah, but, like, not, yeah. she isn't in this episode, so. I, but I guess that's because Millie is the lightning rod of her jerkiness. So we're rewatching. Well, I'm rewatching the scene so we can watch it as I go along, and I'm trying yeah. not to focus on her. So I'm looking around, and then the scene where she's sitting in front of the mirror. If you look behind her, there's a poster of a man in his underwear, and his package is like super highlighted. Oh my! What the? Oh, oh my god, god! You're right. Also, and it's just like right there. Like, oh my what god! The fuck? Like right, what right, the f- right before okay. that. The, the, the bear inexplicably, like, steals a dress she, like, threw on the floor. Yeah. And consumes it? Oh, my God. It, yeah, it just oh my never God. comes back. <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't for Sissy in her bra in center frame, I think that poster would be our episode image. We can just zoom in. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. I don't, I don't, yeah, no, that dude's uh, I, I was just trying highlighted. to look away, and then it just grabbed is, my eyes. That is a right middle there. schooler's drawing of Goku. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so glad we found something else to focus on. Oh, anyway, so this scene goes on for way too long. Apple iMac and is, in the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because so, of course she uses Apple. She's a lead <laughs> So, but yeah, so the point is this scene goes on for way too long, and then ultimately the teddy bear, like, kind of attacks her. It really just breaks her shelf. Yeah, 
but she freaks out and runs away. She puts cucumbers. No, yeah, over she her puts eyes. cucumbers over her eyes, and then without taking them off, says, "Who's there?" And then tell me who is it. Up. And then there's a creepy part where the shelf breaks and she falls over. We just get a nice lingering shot on her feet and then butt. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is French. Wee mm-hmm. wee. Oui, oui. It's so French. So, uh, the, so basically she gets attacked and runs away. And the next scene is basically a crowd has gathered to, I guess, snoop on this, like, attack on this student. Yeah. Um, the principal's there. She's in a bathrobe. He's trying to comfort her. And I guess... I don't know where he intends to take her. I guess take her somewhere safe. I mean, well, the he's, he's her dad. Yeah. yeah. Also. Right, right. I forgot. Like, I forgot. That, that Billy is just so happy about this. I'm looking around her room. She also has two computers on her desk. Well, yeah. Why does rich. everyone in the show have two computers? You Every, know, and they it's your, the school. They, they gotta get ready for their land parties. Your <laughs> school computer and your, your fun computer. This was like is this was prime time. Is this for supposed playing to be like Halo. a computer school? Yeah, I was about to say they, are, are, these, they, are these kids studying like they're gonna to learn to program? They're gonna set up like they're gonna set up Warthog Wars and Bloody Gulch. Yeah, this is the right this is just God. the right time to actually have them be doing that. So basically the kids decide that like, okay, this might be Xana's work. It's time to go fucking CSI Paris this shit. Hold on one second. You forgot the part where Millie's just overjoyed it. That sissy's suffering. Uh, the misfortune yeah. of sissy. Yeah, yeah. and you gotta they take a, a super scoop. Yeah, and they take a super picture super of like this poor girl. I don't care if she's the bully. Like this poor girl, like crying and traumatized, and they like In a take bathrobe? a picture. With yeah, a classic. Like yeah, this is kind of what I was saying when she's like a smear journalist, and that's why no one likes her. And she, she's the way like she says super scoop, I can't let it go. <laughs> Super scoop. Get the photo to Mia. <laughs> I want scoop. to immortalize her suffering. Super scoop. Basically. And that's what they end up doing. <laughs> She's gonna, like, pin it on her wall along with all of the others. Or at least she would if if we didn't get, like, oh. if this all wasn't erased from history. Yeah, I, like, I, I, oh. still, I still don't know. Okay, but we'll get, why, to, we'll get why, to that when we get to that. I still don't know Before why we get to that has, like, a Polaroid, like, camera that you gotta, like, shake the photo after you take it. Like how how is that going to be useful for a fucking newspaper? Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I think it's, it's just like good visual shorthand for taking a photo. Yeah, it's for it's for Mia's private collection. Yeah, this, is, this, isn't, for, this isn't for the newspaper. This, this, that's all. It's all for, for me, Millie. Millie, sorry, Ooh, Millie. God. So we cut to uh, uh, our heroes, Sissy's room. Uh, our heroes are investigating her room. They just they broke see that in. this place has been ransacked. It's yeah, like, destroyed. like, fucking, like, there are, like, fucking craters in her cupboards. The yeah. monitors are like, broken, yeah. one yeah. of them's thrown around. They're, like, toppled, there are, like, real, like, someone punched her dresser. And they come to the conclusion that it was a short circuit, because she had too much shit plugged in. Like, oh, okay? It, I, I, we are not exaggerating when we say this room looks like a bomb went off, and they're just like, oh, it's just a short circuit. The poster like, has been ripped off the wall. You can yeah, see, yeah. like, half of it standing there. The dick poster's gone. These guys are less no! These guys are less perceptive than the Power Rangers. Yeah, the Power Rangers, at least when a putty shows up, they're like, oh yeah, what the fuck? Like, oh, Zed's up this. Like, oh, Zed's yeah. up. Oh, something's weird's happening. Probably Zed. They're like, man, nothing. Anything to avoid doing actual superhero work. Wait, what do you on. expect the, to yeah, happen? They this say. means that the computer virus in the teddy bear was like, hmm, I like this 
poster of the naked bed. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to, to take. take- yeah, I because if not, you, just... here, here's the thing. He would think that it would like. And I, I'm thinking like this teddy bear is like acting on like Millie's whims, but like you'd think it would chase after her and not like. Well, I guess it probably could wreck up the place, but you'd think like it would chase after her and like ooga booga booga try to get her. Yeah. No, it's not big enough yet. It's like oh. ooh, gotta, gotta go get some dick posters. Yeah, you're right. And yeah. it's like, okay, how, Millie will love like, this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, like, yeah, important to note, the teddy bear is still, like, teddy bear sized. How does it does? how has it done this much damage? Like, again, there are impact craters in well, the cupboards. Okay. It, it, get, it gets. You ever it, see Child's Play? It gets bigger as it goes on, so this might be, like, a weird middle stage. Yeah, because Maybe. it did, like, steal a dress and then consume it? Well, no, we see where it's hiding. We see it's still teddy bear sized later. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That makes no sense so, then. It's doing jump punches. It might, like, it probably just, like, swinging shit around. What makes even less sense, though, is that. They're talking about all the stuff that Sissy probably had plugged in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The brain oh, no. stimulator. Brain stimulator. What the Yeah, Jerry fuck? says, oh, she, including a brain stimulator, although it doesn't seem like she's been using it. Yeah. Like, the fuck is a brain stimulator? That is, like, that is like verbatim my note. That is verbatim the note I made. The fuck is a brain stimulator? I think he's supposed to be trying to make a burn. Like, they start listing off all these things, and he's like... Don't but forget like, the brain stimulator. I mean, she probably um, never figured out how to it's use probably it. Probably a thing that exists, but it's not a like deep a... a deep brain stimulator or DBS. It's a surgical procedure used. To... <laughs> <laughs> she was doing else. too much fucking brain surgery in her room. You can buy a brain stimulator for three hundred and seventy nine dollars. Ooh, there's one for one sixty. <laughs> thank you. Oh, oh, get that. What a steal. <laughs> The brain stimulator version 3. And then all of them walk away, believing nothing has happened. And then Millie and Tamiya also show up and break in. Okay, they show up right away just after these kids finish having their conversation Mm -hmm. about fucking how it's not Xana's work or whatever. They're not being secretive at all. And I'm sorry, I keep... keep Whenever I try to say Xana, it sounds like... It feels like I'm saying Santa. And it's For all we know, it's the same person. It could be. This could be what caused Robot Santa in Futurama. It, yep. Oh, you know what? I think you're on to something. He sees you when you're sleeping. So Millie walks in, and Tamiya, they just take photos of the room. They're like, hell yes. This this bully got her room destroyed. That's so great. Nothing can bring me down. Everything's wonderful. And then they get back to the shack. It's like, oh no, the teddy bear's gone. What? Why would you leave it there? And and, and, and in enters Jim. Oh, I forgot oh, about Jim, Jim and he, God bless Jim. He's he's the best character on this show. He's golden. So I think Jim he, has absolutely had enough of Millie's shit. <laughs> is is this is this the same like newspaper editor Jim from like that they mentioned before? I, well, I think he he's officially the gym teacher. I think. Yeah. But I think he could also be in charge of the paper. Yeah, like, because- as like the. As, like, the advisor. Yeah, because, like, early in the episode, they, they mentioned, like, getting the report to Jim. Or, like, they, they have until 9. Yeah, to, I think, like, and he's got, like, a real Hazuki bandage on his cheek. <laughs> and, like, some stubble and yeah. small, think, small ears. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm the impression I get is that Jim is kind of a Miss Appleby situation where he's just kind of the only teacher also, like, that we ever see. Also, yeah, if he's a teacher, why are they addressing him by his first name? Yeah. Well, actually, I would like maybe to correct just, you. There know, are maybe. other teachers in the well, show. Yeah. His I, his full name is Jim Morales, 
And uh, going to the Wikipedia page, the Code Lyoko fan Wikipedia, it had a link for something called Paco, the King of Disco. And it says, Paco, the King of Disco is a fictional 1970s disco movie in the Code Lyoko universe starring Jim Morales. What? It includes Jim what? Disco dancing. Also, oh does that mean God. he's like related to Miles Morales? I don't know. <laughs> is he no, Spider-Man's a... other uncle? The one that isn't the Prowler? <laughs> I'm gonna post so... a picture of this. Y'all keep talking. Okay, so basically Jim gives Millie a lecture that implies that he that he has told Millie and Tamiya not to hang out in this fucking rusty tool shed several times. And he's yeah. like, ah, oh, it's so rusty, and it's like, why don't you do something about all the rust then? That's like a safety hazard. Yeah. Put a fucking lock on the door. He did! That's the thing, is after he kicks them out, he puts the... He, apparently there is a lock for this door, it just wasn't locked for some reason. He likes to carry the so, lock on him. He's like, you think this is a kid's playground? Oh god, just the dialogue... The, the fucking... I'll, I think I'll, I'll try and put the audio in, because the, this argument that Millie and Jim have make no fucking it's insufferable. sense. insufferable. I hope I've made myself real clear. Entry forbidden. Access reserved for adults. With you, everything is off limits. Now, you listen here, huh? I would change the way I talk if I were you, little girl. Little girl? Okay, I'm young, so what? It's only big kids who can say what they think, huh? Ah, so you think you're real big kids. <laughs> okay, that's fine. News report or not, the two of you are grounded for tonight in your room. Oh, great, Millie, really great. Thanks to you, it's goodbye prom. Now beat it! I'm, they're I'm, talking, the yeah, they're talking at each other, yeah. basically. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at yeah. the uh, Paco, the King of Disco page in the wiki, and apparently the film did apparently show up in Code Lyoko Evolution, which is the live-action one. Like, I'm not sure if as a throwaway gag, but they have, like, a, ca- a movie case of Paco, King of Disco. Oh my god. I want to Probably see that just, movie. like, an Easter egg for fans or yeah. something. I want to see that movie really bad. <laughs> Paco, Probably. King of Disco. So, so basically, the end result is that both Millie and Tamiya get grounded from the prom. What? Which is apparently what? something this guy can do. There we go, I posted well, a picture. I mean, if they live well, on I mean, campus, he probably has the authority to basically yeah, be like... and it is a boarding school, so... And um, he's also their direct superior in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, Lord. picture! <laughs> it's a good picture. Yeah, that's a very good... That, that's but yeah, since like... he's the teacher who's in charge of the paper, he could just be basically saying, yeah, you can't do, you can't cover the prom now. I'm revoking any permissions. There's, God, there's... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, this photo. That's beautiful. Uh, and, any, and anyway. Here's like the live action one. It's kind of low quality, Good. but like. Yeah, okay, that's that's ver- that's a lot more explicitly, explicitly a fucking Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, it's just Saturday Night okay. Fever. Yeah. Okay, okay back so, to the episode. So back yeah, back to what we're we're theoretically here to discuss. Oh boy. Um so further reinforcing that Tamiya again has the patience of a saint and will put mm-hmm. up with any and all of Millie's bullshit. Um even though she also just got grounded from the prom, she's still there trying to comfort Millie who was just sitting there sort of on the sidewalk crying. And who should walk by but odd. How many um, times does Millie cry in this episode? A lot. A lot. Four? A lot. When hundred odd f- Odd first walks into the scene. He's carrying, like, a big stack of things. Yeah, his arms are full of something, and then we cut, and then they're anything. not. What was he carrying, and it, where did it go? It looks like, like, to me, 
it tapes, like maybe? Of, yeah, it looked like, to me, like, CD jewel cases. Yeah. Like, maybe yeah. And then he just like, washed over with his hands in his pocket. Did he just, like, drop them? I yeah, think he's he just like, whatever, this is more interesting. Yeah, this <laughs> crying child is much more entertaining. <laughs> also, I just noticed that Odd is wearing a midriff shirt himself, but he's got an, a shirt under it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's wearing a lot of pinks and purples, which is just, which again is part of what's throwing me off about what exactly is supposed to be going on with this character I mean, gender wise. I really like Odd's style, other than yes. the hair. If I, I think, could pull I, it I off, think I like Odd I would, the best out of these guys. Yeah, same, same. If I could, pull yeah, it I think off, I think Odd might be my favorite character. I would, I would, he's I would he's like the only one like who that. really has a personality at this point. Yeah, he's like a nice dude who's just chill he's, and, yeah, and he's kind of a goof. not sis. He's, he's just here to help. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and then so, we get to look at photos of Sissy's room, which means that they went inside the room and like took photos from like a ton of angles. Took yeah. tons of photos. They have a stack. Look at a stack like, of a them. Stack of these. And like, and like, and like, you gotta wait for, to take like a second Polaroid. So they were probably in there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, so, we get a new poster that we haven't seen before of oh, woman kind of leaning on table. With, like, her ass sticking out. Oh my god! Yeah. Nice. Oh, you're right! So, so, so basically... So yeah, they, they tell Odd about the teddy bear. Yeah, well, they notice that the teddy bear is in... Is in Sissy's room in one of the photos. Which is, is weird that they didn't notice that while they were taking the photos. Since I assume Millie was kind of looking for her teddy bear. But whatever. Well, no, that was before well, she, she didn't know that it was missing. missing at that point. She thought it was still in the shed. Right, okay. You're right. So they point that out to Odd, and they're like, well, we can't go and investigate it. We're already in trouble. And Odd just says, you know what? Let me see that photo. I'll go look into it. Because Odd is a chill, nice dude. And we cut back to, I think, the gymnasium. Yeah, because there's, like, some athletic fields nearby. Yeah. So we see Jim, and I guess he's locking up the gymnasium for the day or something. I'm not sure. And then we don't see what he sees, Although we all know what it is, and we see the we shadow. See shadow. <laughs> yeah, we see the shadow, and like, but like the this giant teddy bear comes up, and he's and just he's like, like acting like Ugh. it's just some dude. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he's like, don't don't mess with me. I'm a black belt. In what? In, I don't, we don't yeah, know. In what? In, in the hip hop keto. Also, he he's <laughs> looking up. So like, this thing's already like giant, and like, he, but he's still like, let's fucking go. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like to Jim. be fair, in this I mean, situation, would you assume, oh, it's an evil monster-possessed teddy bear, or would you think, oh, it's a fucker in a mascot costume? Well, I mean, judging from the shadow, well, no, he's he, pretty he's big looking, already. Like, super up. This is a huge shadow. This thing is definitely, like, at least 10, 15 feet tall already. This it's is, a yeah, very tall like person a... in a mascot costume. In any case, he apparently gets put in... I don't think he goes to the hospital. I think he just goes to like the medical wing of the school. Yeah, yeah this is that that's nurse's office. Well, but before that, Odd is in in Sissy's room, and it's super and it's, messed up. Yeah. But just it's, for got, a it's gotten even bad. worse than since they took the pictures. Apparently, yeah, someone came back, tore up the pillows. Probably Millie. The the ass <laughs> poster got smaller. <laughs> yeah, like while they were taking pictures, Millie was just like fucking shit up more. She's like, come on, that shows you. The alarm clock got busted. The ass photo got smaller. The, um... Yeah, there's just shit everywhere. It's just a short yeah. circuit, you guys. So it's someone, just a short circuit. Someone tore it's out... just a short circuit. Someone tore maybe, out the Maybe the teddy bear the did a little bit extra when it got out of the room. Well, no, that's the implication, maybe. but... <laughs> but, 
in any case, so we cut to the medical wing of the school, and Jim is trying to explain to the principal, like, yeah, that, that I was attacked by this thing, and he he drew a, a picture of his assailant. <laughs> really the gag is that it's a, a really bad drawing of a bear. Okay, this I, think, the, the I think this, yeah, this is going to be the episode picture, I think. Also, from what it looks like, if you look, oh my god, close, yes, when the 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 shadow of the hand is just an it's just X-ray. transparent. It's like it's an alpha layer. Oh no, I just saw that. And you see the? I just noticed that. You see the fucking bed? Yeah, <laughs> through his oh my hand. Is I think his hand is just really greasy, and it's making the paper transparent. <laughs> <laughs> he just had like a really. He just had like a really wet burger. <laughs> <laughs> God, please never ever describe a burger as wet again, please. <laughs> but so, ah, uh, shoot, what happens here? Okay, so Odd goes to check on Jim, and he sees the principal leaving, like the hospital or the medical wing room or whatever, wherever There's wherever Jim is put up. Like, actually, for for being beat up by a giant well, actually, monster, he seems mostly okay. Yeah, he's he got like a bandage fun. on his head, and but, like, be- uh, and before Odd gets there. The scene. Before Odd gets there, there's a short scene. Yeah, he did describe the bear as being a master of martial arts. Mm -hmm. Which is real good. It might be. Um, And basically, the principal tries to tell Odd, you know what, don't worry about it. And then we see him uh, crumple up the drawing and put it in the trash. Well, before that, there's a scene in the gym with the main characters. And I think they're... They're just saying, like, hey, this might actually be Xana, I guess. Maybe we're idiots. Yeah. They're they're like, oh, hey, actually... It might be Xana. I don't know. Yeah, for, for like, the first half of it, they're just trying to assure themselves, like, hey, it's not Xana. We don't want to go like, through all of the work of going into the yeah. computer. They're like if the for Power being, Rangers like, were lazy. Yeah. 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 For, for being, for being like, th- here's the thing, the Rangers are stupid, but they're not constantly trying to rationalize away things that are obviously Zed so that they're not Zed. Like they they don't they don't look at a putty running around like stealing shit and go oh well that's just an everyday thief don't worry about it he just happens to look like a putty it's fine and it's short happened, circuit and also like Yumi's like I'm gonna like, go home because uh, Yumi is actually like a day student at the boarding school she lives like in town so yeah. she doesn't actually live at a dorm yeah yeah that's I guess that's the only thing oh, that-, that happens of relevance like her saying mm-hmm. I'm a day student so I'm going home yeah so. Yeah, so she has to go home to get ready for the the prom because she doesn't have a dorm to go do it in. Yeah, and that's really it. Like, I mean, it's it sets up a vital scene for later. <laughs> uh, but also, the implication of the scene is that Ulrich and Odd room together, but Jeremy yes. has like a solo room. I mean, there are yeah. solo yeah, rooms. Yeah, there has a solo yeah, room, a solo or room. he does, or he has a roommate we never see. One or the yeah, other. Yeah, but from what's it, there's small only room, so I'm thinking it was a solo. Yeah, there, there's like no but other also, beds. Also, Ulrich insists that Odd smells bad, and you know what? Fuck you, Ulrich. Yeah. I was reading Ulrich, the wiki you about Odd, bad. and apparently, Odd has like really smelly feet, and that's like a recurring thing in the show. Of course, it is. oh, okay. Yeah. And then that scene with Odd in the infirmary happens. Well, I mean, we already know that, that Odd is a furry. Do you think they've also got kind of a foot thing? No, oh, no, I mean, no. Makes, like, may, like, maybe they deliberately wear the same pair of socks multiple days in a row just to get that, that musk. I'm going to chalk it up to <laughs> depression and laziness like all other trans people. Yeah. Okay. Odd, Odd's the hero we can all identify and rely on. Uh, so speaking of Odd, so what happens is... We get the scene we kind of uh, alluded to earlier where the principal, like, throws the drawing of the teddy bear in the trash can. And then the principal walks off a of frame and then, without anywhere near <laughs> enough time having passed, 
Odd walks up to the trash can and digs the paper back out. He and he clearly does not wait yes. for the principal to be like out yep. of sight. He just immediately dives into this trash can. And like I feel like there's got to be something suspicious about this principal. It's probably I mean it's probably like oh this is ridiculous, but I don't know something about. I don't know, something about him is suspicious to me, and I don't know if that, like, gets addressed in later episodes or what. I don't know, but at the very least, he's definitely running a corrupt outfit. What with him constantly yeah. showing his his daughter favor. Yeah. But, I mean, how do you think yeah. she got elected beauty queen of the prom every single year? Yeah, like, beauty queen of the prom, not prom queen. Yeah. Probably just a fit Shit's lip flaps. rigged. Also, she's won multiple years in a row, which seems a little weird considering, again, we kind of figured out that the range of the school is, like, three or four years long. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, those those titles are usually, like, given to, like, seniors or, like, the highest students. Yeah, that's usually how that works. Uh, But in any case, so Odd goes to tell the the other kids, like, hey, so our gym teacher says he got attacked by a giant teddy bear. And while that sounds ridiculous on its face, we know that there's, like, magical shit going on, so maybe we should look into that. Maybe we should actually be superheroes. Yeah. And so they try to strategize, and basically, uh, Odd says, you know what, I'll go into the digital space and investigate. I want to be a cat for a while. <laughs> fair, Jeremy's fair. Like, you says, Jeremy's like, you can't go alone. You're an idiot. And Oryx says, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fucking hell, I can't. Come on. And uh, Ulrich says, you know what, yeah, I'll stay here and keep an eye on the school uh, in case something happens. And then Jeremy blushes. Uh, yeah. Well, because well, they talk about they going to go say hi to Alita. Oh, yeah, yeah. We gotta be doubleheading in this show. Yeah, Odd has no time for this shit. Yeah, he just no. wants to be a cat. I, Odd um, has their priorities in order. Yeah. And then we get our stock footage. Where they yep, run our down a set to a good old door. instrumental of the theme. Where it's, yeah, it's, it's, so they run down like a dirt path. And we cut and then to the sewer. a skateboard. So it's basically the rocket power scene. <laughs> but, like, their Henshin rocket power scene. Yeah, but it, it's three skateboards and a scooter. Yeah, three skateboards and a scooter. Apparently Jeremy's just too much of a nerd for a skateboard. He can't balance. Um, do, I wonder if the other kids, like, judge him for that at all. It's like I the would. chubby kid in rocket power. Yeah, he's the squid. Yeah. Was that his name? Yeah. I yeah. think so. The squid totally beefed it. Yeah, Sam yeah. the squid. So, we get this montage of them going through down into a sewer through a sewer, back up a ladder and into the warehouse, which is apparently where all this, like, facility is, and this really reinforces, like, just how far they have to go mm-hmm. to get from the school to wherever this place is, because, again, it's not it's not like the, the fucking, you know, Batman sequence where they go down a pot, you know, like a pole yeah. and, they're, and they're there. Yeah, it's not like a secret dorm portal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is... This- this is a montage where they're very clearly covering a lot of ground to get where they're going. Yeah, and yeah. like they, they they climb out of the ladder out of the sewers and like onto the bridge, but then we cut yeah. to a wide shot of the bridge, and there's no physical place where the ladder from the sewers could have been because the sewer yeah. stops right before the water, and they show up halfway on the bridge. But then they like Tarzan swing on a wire and get into an elevator, and then like. The elevator goes down, and then Jeremy gets off at a floor, but Odd stays mm-hmm. on and goes further down. Yeah, so I basically actually, there's, like, a big terminal yeah. at, like, the top, and then there's, like, these, like, VR pods at the bottom, because, like, Jeremy is basically the oracle of this whole situation. He's yeah. at the computer, he's, like, he's tracking everybody's status, and, like, you know, he's the support. 
I actually really like swivel chair. Really like that shot of Jeremy walking slowly to the computer, and you see the elevator with Odd's figure going down. I honestly yeah, like that. Yeah, that is. Yeah, ter- like like in terms of like the cinematography, that's a really cool shot. Yeah, uh, I like I like this sequence. So basically, we get fucking Jeremy logging into the Matrix. Mm-hmm. It's it's while the Matrix. Odd gets uh, well, Odd gets his uh, magical girl transformation. Yes, and it looks like turns into a cat. It looks like Jeremy chooses like uh, like which version of Odd he wants from like some cards. Like a couple cards show up, and Jeremy chooses one. They're all the same card. They're all though, the so same. Yeah. Know. So different stats. I don't know. Do they different unlock passives? new costumes later? Yeah, different builds. Well, no, they change designs in season two. But other than that, no, because that's when Odd gets cat ears. Yeah. So who knows? Okay. And we get that that's that weird. fun two D three D animation mix, which looks. Yeah, and Odd yeah. does his magical yeah. girl transformation, and his hair goes all wavy, and then he becomes a three D cat and gets a tail and paws. Yeah. And then yeah. Jeremy's, like, on the phone with Ulrich. Yeah, who has, like, it, it, I think that's a phone, but, like, it's only that's one a, ear. I think it's a walkie-talkie. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I think he's just got a headset on it. But So, two things, real quick, though. They, they call this sequence virtualization, mm-hmm. yep. which, that's okay, I guess. So... So does Odd actually like get like fucking fully digitized Tron style, or is this a yes. VR thing? I don't no, know. No, he gets I, I, fully digitized Tron style. Okay. Yeah, I think so. That's why Jeremy is attempting to reverse the process to bring Alita into the real world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second question: Where the fuck did all this come from? I, th- I think that's, well, like, that's like the plot. That's you like need, that's like the plot yeah. of the show. You need to. I am watch never going to be all. watching another episode of this. Well, next time that you need some filler, we'll do episode two, and by the time that y'all get to like Power Ranger Samurai, we'll be done with the series. <laughs> yeah, we'll go and do our own podcast. I'm. Oh, I'm that's oh, too God. much. Return to the cast with, with Blackjack and Cat Boys. We'll call it Four so, Head Score and Seven Years Ago. No, no, no. We got to call it Return <laughs> to the Cast now. Oh, okay. That's oh, good. that's no, perfect. That's well, I mean. That's too now we good. kind of have to do this podcast, so uh, stay tuned. Back uh, yeah. pilot. So, the newest addition to the Audio Entropy Network. Uh, oh, we oh God! Also, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking. What happens? I'm looking at Odd's yeah. Lyoko design, and there's some weird like dog decal on his shirt. That's his dog that he has a pet dog. Yeah, he, he does he's got, have like, a the pet ugliest dog. ass dog. <laughs> a dog okay. only a furry could love. <laughs> <laughs> this dog, okay, this, this dog kind of looks like it came out of a Klasky Supo cartoon. <laughs> oh. oh Jesus, that's that's real bad. That's 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 a low blow. It does. So, it looks like it came from like the all as told by Ginger or something. Oh, oh. <laughs> it, so it really does now that you I say de- it. I, go ahead. No, I was just saying it really does now that you say it. <laughs> but like, yeah. So Ulrich so, is kind of like investigating and like he's like oh we've got a problem this is giant like yeah. giant footprints mm-hmm. and then Ilita has to point something out to Jeremy and in turn Ulrich that you would think these characters would just already know but apparently when Xana possesses something he's determined to hunt down his mortal enemies which is going to be the four of them mm-hmm so I don't know why they didn't know this if we're in Medius Res and they should already know how the shit works. Like the one thing they decided to like establish. Yeah. 
So Ulrich is like, oh no, Yumi! And then it's time for us to be uncomfortable for the second time. No, 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 that hasn't uh, happened yet. Uh, just about. We got some There's more still- Lyoko stuff where odds on all fours because he's a fucking furry. Which is great. Yeah. He he paused. When enemies showed up, Little these little crab enemies with the Sanat uh, logo on their also huge foreheads. Because everything, <laughs> <coughs> everything needs to have a huge forehead. And then Odd immediately gets on their, like, four legs and paws at them. Yeah. Yeah, he, he like, claws a little yeah, bit. He's like, like, rawr, 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 what, what is up with these things? And they're like, well, like, nozzles on the back of them? I don't know. They're, they're kind of interesting. They're, like, they're a good base enemy design. Like, they're yeah. your low-level Yeah, players. they're, 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 yeah, they're like, the, the trash mobs. Yeah, they're like they're like weird daddy long legs crab things. Yeah, like head, yeah, head crabs. So now, uh-oh, Ulrich is now like trying time. to get in touch with uh, Yumi. Also, there's some overturned cars. Yeah, I like, love I love the there's half of the scene which I love and half of half of it which I hate. I love Ulrich running down the street where like there's just holes and cars everywhere. That's really cool. And then there's the other half. Yeah. Yeah. So we're cutting back and f- we're actually cutting back and forth between a few things. We're cutting between Ulrich trying to run to Yumi's house, uh, Odd fighting these crab things in the virtual space while Ailita uh, a- a- kind of runs away from them. Also, at some point, Odd like takes damage, mm-hmm. and Jeremy tells him how many like hit points hit points they've life got left. Points because this is Yu-Gi-Oh now. Yeah, life points. Also, yeah. Odd can shoot arrows out of his paws. And laser, the, arrows. laser arrows. Laser arrows, yes, yeah. please. <laughs> also, apparently, in bullshit powers that you apparently... I don't know if this is just something Odd can only do in the virtual world, or is just something Odd can always do. Um, but he gets, like, a flash forward yeah. to something bad that's about to happen. Oh, yeah, that I'll never tell gets you. explained again. That is a th- power he has in the virtual world, where he sometimes sees into the future... And in season two, when they do the redesigns, they drop the power entirely for no reason. Huh. <laughs> so they just they just completely drop that conceit. Yes, no, what, they actually you have a throwaway line where they're like, oh, well, when the upgrade, uh, we lost your ability to do that. And he's like, oh, that's okay. I don't never like doing that anyways. Great. That's such a useful power. Yes. <laughs> why would you why would you willingly give up the ability to see the future? To see danger specifically. Yeah, and be able to avoid it. And then, yeah, what? I imagine the writers just went, "Wow, this is a this is something we kind of thought up, but didn't really ever take advantage of." Let's just pitch it. We made odd op. We need to nerf odd. (laughs) So they he he gets the vision of Ailita falling into the pit because, like, this virtual space, at least in this version of it, I don't know if this is universal for the show. Uh, this desert area, like, has kind of a weird Skies of Arcadia thing going mm-hmm. on, where it's just a bunch of, like, land floating in the sky. And if you fall down a hole, like, that's kind of it, apparently. That's... And she's in danger of falling down a hole. Yeah. Uh, but that that actually doesn't happen yet. We get this flash forward, and then we go and do some other stuff for a little while. Namely, uh, there's a bit... the bathroom. I noticed you expertly Namely... dodged past the scene we're dreading. Scene number two. Yeah. Yeah, scene number two. So, <sighs> we get this shot... Of Yumi apparently is has been missing uh, Ulrich's call to to let her know that she's in danger because she's been in the bath. We see her climb out of the bath, 
we see a lot of her leg. We see her, yeah, a lot, a lot. We see uh, her put on her towel. We, we see her finishing putting her towel yeah. on. So we, and we and see, like, again, yeah. a surprising amount of skin for a child in a cartoon. Yeah. And then we get a second doorbell ring, and she's immediately in her whole outfit. Which, thankfully, thankfully, if we move I, past I half expected them yeah. to keep dragging the scene on. I half expected her to, like, get to the front door in the towel and then spend the rest of the scene in the towel. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that's just what I expected. Thankfully, they and, didn't do that. And might I say, Yumi's outfit is very much a teenage girl in the early 2000s kind of outfit. It's, look. it's yeah. a it's fucking look. great outfit. It is a look. It's like a, it is a look. It, it is, she's got these long, like, striped socks, this short skirt. Separated like, sleeves. Yes. Yeah, sleeves that are separate Two from colors. her shirt. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good goth girl look. Yeah. Yes. Um, she was rocking just, it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, I feel like this bath scene wouldn't have creeped us out so much had it not come on the heels of the, the underwear scene. Yeah, yeah because yeah. this scene is so much shorter that in theory it's not as bad, but in the context of the previous scenes, it's just you lose all trust that they're not being creepy. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. or it, it makes you realize how pointless the scene is. Our mind is already on alert because of that last scene. Also, yeah. one thing I, no- I noticed this earlier, but I forgot to mention it, Yumi is so much taller than everyone else. Oh, She's so yeah. tall. She really, you know what? Considering the ages of the characters, that makes a lot of no, sense. No, yeah, for the for the way puberty would quote unquote work. Yeah, totally. But it's just very noticeable, and actually, I like that because a lot of shows would ignore that and just make her either the same size or shorter. Yeah. Well, you can definitely because yeah, girls are small. Well, especially because she's an Asian girl, so you know you gotta have that stereotype. Yeah, yeah but you can right, definitely right. see that she's. A forehead taller than than, and that's a lot right. taller in yeah. this universe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Considering the world we're in, that's towering over the rest of the cast. Yeah, Ulrich um, just so anyway walks in. Yeah, Ulrich walks in. Is like, hey, are your parents home? She says no. Okay, good. We've got to go right now. And in spite of the fact that she presumably has experience knowing that there's a supervillain after them, she didn't know what the fuck's like, going on. Yeah, she she doesn't go. Just she doesn't just listen. Listen. If you are part of a superhero team, mm-hmm. and there's a supervillain who is just sort of making your life difficult, just kind of in general, and one of your superhero teammates comes to your house and says, hey, we gotta go now, you don't question that. Like, I, you just go. I feel like, like, it feels like they've, like, done this before, but, like, not a lot. Like, this isn't their first time with Xana, but it's probably, like, maybe their third or something. Like, they're still yeah. getting used to it. Third, to They fifth. haven't got into, like, double digits in, in Avengers. It's one of the first time. So, And, like, the teddy bear is just, like, fucking right there. Like, you didn't see it? How do you not even hear it coming? It's, like, loudly stomping through the streets. It's crushing cars. People are screaming. The Like, it's, it's one thing that she didn't hear the phone go off when she was in the bath. How does she not hear the destruction? But, like, the streets... The- when the teddy bear walks, there are craters left behind. That's how heavy this teddy bear is. Yeah, like, what, is, yeah. what the fuck is it stuffed with? Evil. Technology virus. Vengeance. Chubby little tubby all stuffed with death. So, we cut back to the virtual world, and then we see the flash forward we saw maybe, like, 20 seconds ago. And, like, we see and Odd has 50 life points slow-mo. left because this is a fucking video game somehow. Like, he's got yeah. life points. And he just, like, backflips yeah, so- and shit. He's yeah, a, he does, like, some shit. bullet time shit. He jumps, yeah, like, he, 30 stories down. Yeah, he dives down to catch Aaliyah as she's falling into the hole. 
and then like digs his claws into the wall to slow their descent. Um, and that's pretty much that. Like it's cause it's cause he's a cat and well, he actually kind of scolds her. It's like, man, I can't leave you alone for a second. Can I? And then she finds like a secret entrance. So it's like, that's where yeah. you're supposed to go. Ha ha fate. Yeah. Where you see some like yeah. internet cords pulsating with evil red energy. Yeah. This is actually giving me very like uh, Digimon uh, that that season. I can't remember what it's called, but the one with the black towers. Uh, that's a Digimon uh, Adventure 2.0. Yeah, it's giving me a lot of feelings of of towers and black cords and stuff like that. Hey, at least there's no and, Davis and evil, in this show. An evil technology corrupting a space that's yeah. already just a made up digital place. Yeah. yeah. So there's no Davis in this show, this... so this show's better. <laughs> Yeah, so we cut back to the the quote unquote real world, I guess, and Ulrich and Yumi like managed to find a hiding spot away from this teddy bear, which is, is huge by the way, crushing everything. It's great. Yeah, apparently, just walking by causes it to shatter a class door, and then like they get and... a little bit close to each other, and then they start blushing. Like, come on, oh, like I, we touch, either, we like, touch shoulders. Either to, like, if you want them to be together this bad, this early, like, just, like, out-and-out out state that they're together. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. It's, way, also, too early. Like, it's way too early for this much shipping bullshit. Like, come there on. Would, there would actually be something really refreshing to a kid show that that is this kind of ensemble cast where you just say right out of the gate that two characters are dating. Yeah, that would like, be... Like, don't even bother with the build-up. Just be like, yeah, this is an established friend group and two of these people that are dating already. Yeah. And just go from there. I, I'm, I'm, um, I keep rewatching where the bear walks by the door, and on like mm-hmm. the first step, all the lights turn off. The second step, all the doors crack, and then the third step, everything breaks. Huh? I didn't notice that it's as a, a sequence. That's actually interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nice bit of animation. Yeah, also, Honestly, I just show that doesn't have yeah, a lot of those. I just also don't understand why the lights shut off. Well, maybe it stepped on some cables. Yeah, maybe, but the, the, like it broke all. Maybe, maybe it broke all the light bulbs. The 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 one outside didn't maybe it's break. It's knocking just the, maybe the it's one knocking the power lights down. It's everyone to, except the one outside, which I know from the fair, animation standpoint that's from the background. But like, it's still really weird. To be fair, like all the scenes with the teddy bear like rampaging are really well done and yeah. really well shot and really animated. There are scenes in this show where. They clearly cut corners, but in the scenes with the with a teddy bear, you can see all the extras moving and running, and like it feels like that's where they put their budget. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. everything else was just like, yeah. well, I guess we'll figure it out. Yeah. One thing I forgot to mention earlier actually was, uh, mm-hmm. well, because obviously because I have it on, uh, I've actually been watching along on mute, you know, with just uh, YouTube subtitles, but I actually forgot to mention because uh, it was on mute. And all the music in Lyoko is fucking... It's fucking good good music. Yeah. It's solid. Yeah, it's very... This show has a good soundtrack. If nothing else, it has a very good soundtrack. Basically, at this point, I think Yumi and Ulrich realize that the teddy bear's heading to the school. And they decide that they need to get over there. Okay, but it was like... It was going after Ulrich and Yumi, but I, I was about to say, like, that doesn't make sense. But I was like, well, it's probably going to the school because, like, it's just assuming that they'll be there. Probably. Yeah. It loses track of them at some point, and it's just like, well, I guess they're going to be at the school. I was going to say, he goes, oh, well, I guess I could just go attack the school that would attract their attention. Yeah. So meanwhile, we cut back to the virtual world, and while Aelita and Odd are running through this tunnel, a boulder just appears behind them. We go full Indiana Jones. Yep. 
And the best run cycle. Marble Madness. I was just about to make a Marble Madness goof. (laughs) So this this giant marble, like it's not again, it's not even really a boulder. It's just like a black ball chases them through this tunnel. And actually, this attack seems like a bad move on Xanus's part because like it just it just gets them to where they're trying to go even faster. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the in in the course of running from this ball, they find the tower. Yeah, also, there, there, and, was, there was a quick cutaway scene of um, uh, Ulrich and uh, Yumi, like, splitting up. Yumi's like, gonna go yeah, clear the dorms, and Ulrich's gonna go clear, clear the, the dance. Yeah, clear out the prom. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll see what Ulrich's attempt to evacuate oh. the prom looks like. Oh, sweet, it's gonna sweet be child. Dear sweet. Oh, I mean, to be fair sweet, to Xana... There was only one way in or out of that tunnel. They were going to get to the tower anyways. Yeah. That's true. I mean, but so if the boulder came at them from the other way, they would have to run out of the tunnel. Maybe he couldn't get there. So, I'm just going to write I'm just going to read you all the note I wrote down for what happens next. Um, oh god, boulder has a flesh brain. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, this ball like sprouts a bunch of eyes which are apparently uh Xana's symbol. Yeah, we've seen the it again. Eye of like, Xana is what it was, I believe. Yeah, it was and then called. it opens up. And it opens up, and there's there's like wires and stuff in there, but it's mostly membrane. just like brain flesh mm-hmm. in the ball, and that's terrifying. Yeah, this is like a and body horror droideka. Yeah. yeah. Also, Odd refers to it as like an old friend. Yeah. Yeah. This this boulder that I just met. So what happens is it starts. Firing these like it, it sends out these like waves of energy, like 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 these rings of Saturn type attacks more than just a laser. Well, before that, we cut Although to like, the prom. Yeah, we we had a prom scene, and like okay. nobody it's is moving. Featuring Jim. Oh nobody, yes, yeah, nobody, nobody but is Ulrich fucking is moving. moving. I wrote down in my notes. Oh no, everybody's frozen in time because yeah, all we get a lot extras. of shots of this prom and just. Or just None of the extras are moving. Dancing, they were, like, and they're then, mid-dance. And then Jim tells uh, Ulrich he'll look shitty. But, like, dude, you're wearing <laughs> yeah. a fucking head sweatband and a bandage on your face. You ain't got no sh- place to talk. You didn't even shave, dog. Yeah, yeah but he's wearing a suit. Yeah, he put a suit from, on and Back from his disco days. Yeah, now we know. Yeah. But he also, he also tells Ulrich, he's like, hey, man, also loosen up. Like, you look like you're... You, you, you're expecting a disaster to happen, which I think is a nice game. Yeah, and and then is this he, where we cut Sissy back to him. Fle- no, it's not where we cut back to Flesh Boulder because first, uh, Sissy has to show up, and she's not wearing her headband, so she has even more forehead. There's so much forehead. Also, so also, forehead. she has like a star on like the ass of her jeans. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't yeah. notice that. I was going to say she's rocking a look, but now I don't know if I want to say that anymore. Well, it, it's a matching look, because her top has a star, and her jeans have a star. Oh, okay, I see the star now. Yeah, it's. it's I think that's more of a back pocket star than yeah. a butt star. Okay, yeah, fucking that's fair. nerd crony is wearing suspenders like a fucking dweebus. I hate you so yeah, much. Yeah, nerd lackey is wearing suspenders and a bow tie. Okay, and he looks like you. Bill Nye. Also, his glasses don't have ear parts. They're just yeah. Yeah. glued to his face. I don't know, like, uh, and like, Junior Trucker is wearing like a bowling shirt. <laughs> bowling shirt and and God, what what the hell is going on with that guy's hair? Is that is that a mullet? It feels like a, a mullet. mullet. It feels like a mullet. Yeah, I think he has a mullet. And there's a who has a reverse like, mullet where it's yeah. shaved the back of his head. And yeah, like, I'm, like I'm going to be the, 
Sissy's like, I'm gonna be the beauty queen, fuck off. And then, like, her yeah, Cody's you like, should've, <laughs> should've come with me, where's your date? <laughs> fuck nuts. Yeah, she tries to give him, like, one more shot to be with her, and... Yeah, just fuck it, whatever. Again, the, the the this this whole dynamic of just the bully having the crush on the hero is just it's really weird to me. So weird. Um, in any case, so now the laser energy beam comes out of the split boulder and tries to attack Odd. And two things about this: one, it is straight up the laser blast sound effect from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. I put that down too. Two. Aelita has no faith in Odd here. Oh yeah. yeah. She just she just she just calls Jeremy as like, oh fuck, Odd's gonna die. Well, you can't I mean, do this. Would you have faith in him? Like apparently these guys are not very good at this. She to be fair he saved her life ten seconds ago. To be fair, like Jeremy looks up their stats. Yeah. Odd has three, six, seven stars compared to the enemy who only has Four stars. So Odd has this. No problem. I think the idea is just that Odd's already hurt. Yeah. But bear in mind, we never actually saw Odd get hurt. No, we, we were got, just told we saw him he get, lost no, life we, we saw yeah, him get we, hit we once. I think, he, I think he got hit, like, with the little little guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we saw him hit once, and that took, like, three quarters. Or not three quarters. Like, yeah. one quarter of his life. So... The prince. We cut back to the school, and the principal is about to announce that his daughter's the prom queen again because, like, he's Corruption. fucking rigged to the shit, but good. Um, but I, and- I want to point out that all three of the looks of the finalists all have like Spose midriff. I think that's just like a look they go with that. What is with the school and exposed midriffs? I think I think that's maybe that's just us being puritanical maybe. in the states again. I don't know. It's just so weird um, to see because. Like, imagining that at a high school, you would get yelled at and punished, and... And this is a middle school. And also, yeah. this is prom, and, like, no one's wearing, like, prom dresses. Like, the three yeah, finalists, what? one's wearing a skirt, two wearing two are wearing pants, yeah, which this is, is cool, it's just, like, This odd. is a fucking very casual prom. Yeah. 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 I, 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 Sissy, like, and I also, elbows both of the other finalists. Yeah, I, I went to I, give I, a shout-out to short hair finalists with a choker. That's a good look. I honestly so, kind of dig casual prom because I kind of hate dressing up. Yeah. Short hair yeah. and a choker. I didn't know we had a trans girl finalist. <laughs> I mean, look at the one to, to Sissy's left and you tell me. No, yes, very. She. They all have She's looks. got giant boots, so. It's I all mean, good looks. So Ulrich, like, commandeers the DJ table and announces, like, hey, everybody, we need to get the fuck out of here. There's a giant teddy bear. And coming. I think this is probably, like, the most awkward line delivery in the entire episode. Why didn't he just pull the fire alarm like a normal person? Yeah. Yeah. But in any case, like, the students start laughing, and then Jim is like, <laughs> see, I knew it. There is a giant teddy bear. I saw it, too. I saw it, too. <laughs> it's real. Don't tell me it's not real. And uh, God students start Jim. laughing some more. <laughs> Poor Jim. God bless And you. then, just as Sissy's like, this is bullshit, he's trying to take my, like, prize from me, the teddy bear bursts into the into the gymnasium. Oh, I was yeah. so excited when this happened, before I knew the whole time stuff, because they mentioned time travel once, in, in, so far in the show. They just say, well, yeah. if you, if no, they say, like, if you die, not even time travel will save you. And I wrote, like, wait, time travel? And then, 
And yeah, then that's a weird stipulation that they can yeah. keep rewinding so long as no one dies. I yeah, think it's that's... less of a actual time traveling so much as it is like resetting the world back to a certain state. But like that makes no sense. Quantum anyway, mechanics are weird. I was so excited about collateral damage because you don't see that in kids' cartoons. You don't see usually yeah. collateral, especially if they have secret identities. You don't see collateral damage in the streets or in the school. The school gets destroyed. The auditorium gets destroyed. And that was so down for it. God, the and, government uh, would be on this place, like, in no time if they actually kept that as a thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> what essentially happens is... Sissy has the most so, horrible scream. Yeah. <laughs> so... We cut back to the virtual world, and what's been kind of happening with Odd's fight with this, like, weird flesh brain boulder is that every time, like, it does the attack and it explodes, it sends Odd flying. Mm -hmm. But then at this last attack, Odd, like, anticipates it and uses the explosion to launch himself at the monster so he can get a point-blank shot at, like, the target eye thing that they need to shoot, and the the boulder dies. Like the putty. Pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, so, this is some Breath of the Wild type combat, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Breath of the Wild, so Aelita goes into the tower. Yes. And that's the puzzle, and then she's done. Yeah, she just kind of walks to the wall into some code. Yeah, and then she has Yeah, she just the sort tower. of like enters Code Lyoko. Hi, I'm here now. Beep boop. Yeah, and then yeah. she starts floating up the tower, like all the way to the top. Then uh, she pulls out her Sheikah slate. Yeah, the the bear continues yep. to try and kill everyone, and well, yep. mostly Ulrich. <laughs> yeah, mostly yeah. mostly Ulrich. And, and then we get a shot of Yumi and like Millie and uh, Tamia and no one else, which means that they were the only two in the dorms, <laughs> or she just gave up. No, maybe. I mean, that does at least fit with what they were mentioning earlier. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense with prom or else being at prom. Everybody else being not grounded by a gym teacher. Who's also their news editor, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so this teddy bear is about to crush Ulrich, and then as Aelita does what she needs to do, she like enters the information and does the beep boop into the into the floating virtual panel. Boop, boop, boop. The teddy bear freezes in place. Code Lyoko. Yeah, they've entered the titular code Lyoko. So as it's frozen, what happens is Yumi runs up and hugs Ulrich because he nearly died. And what we see Aelita do is all these, like, squares on the, like, floating around Aelita in the tower all suddenly start, like, the tower, like, goes dark and all the stuff, like, drops into, like, a pit at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then the, and suddenly there's, like, a point of light that expands into this, like, bright white, like, orb, like, explosion effect thing. It seems to come from the factory and then just expand Yeah, throughout. it like, encompasses the entire world. Yeah. It encompasses the entire world, and then it has Ulrich to because otherwise only this town would go back in time. Yeah, and then Orca's just like, "Well, you mean you ready to go back into the past?" And then like <laughs> it glows and it rewinds, and then I don't know if this is supposed to be like the moment it rewinds to, or if this is just like what we flash back to. Yeah, I was just thinking that myself. Yeah, uh, I'm going to guess it rewinded earlier than that. I want to just point Maybe. out what I wrote here. I had just written, 
I'm so used to in kids' shows for the real world to not be affected, and then in all caps, oh, you fucks, that's how you do it, you pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, we effectively rewind back to the beginning of the episode. And it made me so mad they didn't... Because that's the thing, is doing the Code Lyoko thing is not what causes the return to the past. Jeremy has to hit a button and shout, return to the past now to make that happen. It just happened it's, off screen, uh, I guess. I guess. Also, it's so, so disappointing. Did, did they remember the alternate timeline? I think yes, that's they, they remember, remember but right. nobody think, else I think does. Our heroes do. Yeah, they're the only ones that's who are who are immune to the memory erasure. Yeah. So we rewind to the beginning of the episode, and this pisses me off since this is apparently the lesson we were supposed to learn from <laughs> this. This is a bad because, lesson. Yeah. Because Millie, who is back to being not a supervillain, but still just a supervillain in training. Crying is given and blushing. Every th- Good. I say just crying and blushing again. Will you be my yeah. prom date, <laughs> And she is given everything she wants. Ulrich says yes. Yumi says that she'll go with Odd to the prom instead. To me, it kind of gets nothing. Which is a bummer. Yeah, I know. And to like, me, I probably wanted to go with her scene. to the dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Why didn't? Why couldn't Millie just go with Tamia? Come on. I think she invites Come her at twenty first century. Yeah, like we, let's just go together. Yeah. So we film. Th- so basically, Tamia films Sissy getting real mad at Ulrich for agreeing to date this little baby instead of her. Agreeing to date this small, small child. Just to spite this mean, mean girl. And, and she and made like, the best yeah. growl. And, like, Oric uh, doesn't even say, like, no, she's not a little baby. He just says, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't mind dating this silly baby. Yeah, sure, I'll go on a baby date. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, and at least she has more brain cells than you. Ulrich <laughs> delivers the worst, like, burning the bully one-liner I have ever heard in any piece of children's media ever. It's fucking terrible. Uh, Millie says, now this is a real super scoop. A super scoop. We cut scoop. to the school. Yeah. And then we pan up and there's like not quite ending credits so much as just ending like company logos. Grand and that's it. Sponsor. We're out. And yeah. that's it. That's, 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 that's Code Lyoko. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, the that show sure was everybody. a super scoop. Yay. Uh, so here's the thing. Usually the question that sometimes I remember to end bonus episodes with, sometimes I forget, is I'm supposed to ask everyone, would they want to keep watching more of this show? So let's just go through everybody in turn and see how we're feeling. Frankie? I'm super torn, because like I said, I wanted to up until the time travel reveal, but then you're telling me that that becomes relevant in season two, and like, they they stop time traveling, and I'm in a scale of 1 to 10, I'm a 6. Hmm. I kind of want okay. to. Uh, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm kind of in the same place because, like, it's not a good show, but, like, there seems to be, like, a big enough, like, sort of continuation component to it that, like, it seems, like, interesting the further you go. So maybe one day I'll just sit down and watch it when I literally nothing else to do okay um jeff i don't know i mean i might watch like an episode or two you know maybe just feel out the waters a little bit more all right and k um that's the thing is based on this episode i would say no because the 
dubbing was horrible and there was the creepy scenes, but based on my memory of future episodes, I would have said yes. So right now I'm at a maybe leaning towards I would probably watch more if asked to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Return, and that just leaves if return to the cast ever comes into fruition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that just that just leaves me, and that's a, that's a hard no. I don't, I don't, I don't blame you at all. Like I yeah. said, <laughs> like even if you even if you discounted the creepy scenes, the show was confusing. It made no sense. The dub was bad. Uh, the only interesting character was Odd, mm-hmm. and I love Odd. God bless I, Odd. I love them immediately, but. Like that's not enough to keep me going. Not Jim. It's one of those um, things where it's a combination of nostalgia and being pretty sure that the show improves over time. But yeah, without without that back knowledge from my childhood, I would be probably where you are, which would be a hard no. Honestly, I think I might go back and and which by by which I mean I'll go forward two seasons and watch the prequel that's forty five minutes long. And decide from there. That would probably be a better indicator of quality, actually, yeah. 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 It's like its own little TV movie. Clearly we should have done that. (laughs) We we needed to prefer prefer serve, like, the authentic experience for somebody watching the show, like, as it began. Those Like, that was not, like, that was, like, three years into the show's run, so... Yeah, barring special occasions, we have a policy of, like, bonus episodes we try to watch the pilot. Oh, yes, that's very yeah. true. And, like, and boy howdy, this was... This, this was a weird pilot. I, I believe, you guys, that maybe maybe it gets better later. Like, that, like this show does have a following, so, yeah, maybe maybe there are improvements. It but got enough not seasons right that it probably at least got enough, uh, enough budget to improve in some respects. Honestly, the yeah. fact that you, you tell me that at one point... They acknowledge that they can't stop going back in time, and that has like plot relevance. Makes me interested because someone in the writers' room had to go. Okay, we need to stop. We need to stop making so that our whole show does not matter every episode. We need to start giving consequences. Yeah, it was you know yeah. It's basically I. I feel like just based on memory, the second season was where it was like, oh, okay, here, we're going to hunker down and actually, like, get shit done and, like, do some overarching plot stuff instead of just Monster of the Week shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, are y'all ready for some questions? Sure. Hell yeah. Sure. All right. Listener questions. Here we go. Uh, this one's from Emily. Why do the children look like aliens? They're French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's that's a solid answer. I think I think asked an answer. Yeah, it's um, it's moving it's on. The Frenchman style. Uh, from Christopher, what cool weapon would you use in the enemy verse? Uh, he says he forgets the name of it. Like whatever the virtual world is called. Is that just Leoko? Yeah, yeah, Leoko. Yeah, Leoko. Um, yeah. Okay, so you go to Leoko. What is? And actually, that kind of ties. Let's go ahead and tie this into another question we get from Jordan, Ooh. and just says, "What would your VR avatar be in the Leoko world?" So let's just say, "What's your avatar and what's your weapon?" Uh. Uh, I I think weapon chains of some sort. I always like chains. So like just throwing around chains and the avatar. Uh, I don't know some sort of. I don't know. I it they all the avatars seem pretty boring except odds. So it would probably well, be I mean, like, like it's it's like it's like Japanese warriors and then a cat. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I think I think you could just kind of make it whatever you want. Like what 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 is your code Lyoko OC about? <laughs> yeah. OC? So maybe like some sort of bear 
made or more made of chains or with chains, something like that. All right, cool. Uh, I'd be, I guess, like imagine like Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon with like just a, a, a badass pair of nunchucks. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Would you also have the yellow jumpsuit? Uh, yeah, I, I probably probably in season two. <laughs> and the All redesign. Right. Yeah, yeah, you got the season All two right. redesign. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd probably do generic sword, maybe like broadsword, and then something armored. Okay, like just a knight. Yeah, yeah, probably along those lines. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, if we're gonna go with the uh, oddly Japanese themed, I'm gonna go with Magical Girl. Ooh. And in keeping with that, I'm gonna go with some like laser ribbons. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take a cue from Odd and just be a weird furry, so I'd just be a rabbit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, Michael of Rabbits wants to be a rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, it's shocking, I know. I think I'd want to carry, like, a big old Warhammer, though. Oh, okay. that's good. Ooh, alright. That's, that's, yeah. that's really good. What if you just brought, like, a regular-ass gun? <laughs> I think <laughs> it would do... <laughs> I think be... it would probably do the same amount of damage as, like, light arrows. Just be Master Chief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, let's see. Okay, so a lot of these questions were actually just along the lines, like, uh, from Christopher and Jordan and Billy were... A lot of them were just along the lines of what would you be if you went into this virtual world. Um, mm. Billy also asked a bunch of stuff about like, hey, what was your first impression of the show? Well, you just heard it. Uh, did we know it's French? Yep. Yep. Uh, does the fact that it's French change, like, how does that affect your opinion on it? Do you go easier on it? No. it's French or not? Nope. No. No. <laughs> no if, like, if, nope. It, if that affected anybody's opinions, people would be a lot nicer about Totally Spies. But if you yeah. listen to Totally Reprise, yeah. no. Yeah. If anything, the fact that the original creator had so much Japanese influence and went on to work on anime series, that, like, it it takes a box in my brain to be like, okay, I can kind of get some designs and some choices, because some parts of the show feel very anime. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It was during the big anime manga boom. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, this is from Julie. What's your favorite non-Japanese anime? Like, what's your favorite, like, show that is not from Japan, but is very clearly trying to be in this style? Avatar The Last Airbender. mm, No hesitation. I need to catch up on it, but I kind of like Voltron Legendary Defender. Oh, yeah, the the new season just came out today to date the podcast. Yeah, I I still need to finish season two. Oh, cool. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh god, and then we can get some good Sven yeah. content. My favorite character. And I'll form yeah. the head! <laughs> uh, hey, that's so fine. I'm, um, I'm gonna go with Mexican anime. Uh, there was a short series of uh, Mexican anime, anime looking things made from Mexico uh, focused on El Santo called Santo versus Los Clones and I, I've always been a very big fan of that. El Santo is a Mexican wrestler who is basically Mexico's Superman. Uh, He had a bunch of movies and a bunch of, uh, like, different serials. And back in the 2000s, Cartoon Network Mexico made, like, a 15-minute, like, short. All right, that's cool. That Mm -hmm. that actually sounds awesome. Can you... Yeah. Can you send us some more information about that? Yeah, I think we need to add that yeah. to, the, to the bonus list, because that sounds fucking great. Yeah. It might, 
It might only be in Spanish, though. I mean, you can probably I mean, find we, some subtitles. We might be able to find it with subtitles or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or we can yeah. get yeah. enough Spanish speakers on the episode. Oh, I found it. Don't worry about it. Um, I'll send it to y'all after <laughs> Okay, I, I have one question about that, though. Is sure. Much like how WWE crossed over with Scooby-Doo, did El Santo ever cross over with Hanna-Barbera being in Mexico for some reason TV series Top Cat? No, but it did cross over with like Mexican comedians like Tintan oh, and and uh, Capulina and stuff like that. There's a movie I'm I'm a big fan of where it's like Tintan, uh, no Capulina and uh, El Santo versus like mummies. <laughs> this oh, sounds fun. this sounds great. I love nice. this. I love this already. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I want to know about El, El Santo. That sounds fucking great. Yeah, me too. Um, but uh, before sorry. we move on to the next question, um, I'd say my answer would probably be uh, Ruby, because that's has all mm. of the giant weapon nonsense that I love with all of my heart. Nice. Yeah. That's uh, that's R-W-B-Y, R-W-B-Y, yeah, right? Yeah. R-W-B-Y. Yeah. The internet, internet series. Yeah. Like, Made by some real, Ruby, but I'm just... real rude dudes. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not super fan of the creators, but the main character has a giant scythe that is also a sniper rifle. That sounds fair. Cool. And also, they got a video nice. game coming out. Oh, yeah, there is. Um, yeah. So, for my answer, I haven't actually watched a ton of it, but I haven't watched really any of any of the shows we've mentioned so far, so I guess the best answer for me is probably going to be the original Teen Titans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. I've seen, I, that definitely seen had that. a lot of that. It was oh, going yeah, for that like, anime style. There was the like whole movie the movie where was they went on to like Japan. yeah, that was on yeah. last week, and it's like oh my god, they they loved like doing like the little chibi stuff, and like that, they got fucking uh, what is it, Ami Yumi to do the theme yeah. song, Ami mm-hmm. Yumi, yeah, and then they yeah. got their own TV yeah, show dude, for yeah, some they, reason, they got their own yeah, cartoon. Their own uh, cartoon. That god. was weird. I'm trying to figure out with that cartoon, they made it so that the lips didn't match. Was that a deliberate choice on their part? To I don't remember enough about that show. Like, was that on purpose because it was about Japanese people, or or did they, like, animate it for the Japanese audience and then dub it? Like, what was the deal? I am not oh, no. sure. I mean, it was I made by like, Americans. Like the characters were basically Puffy Yumi and, like, name only. Yeah. Like, they looked yeah. different. But they they, had, was, like, they were not voiced by them. They supposed to be their manager or something. They had a manager, yeah. And they ha- there were the weird live-action segments with the actual Puffy Yumi. No, I mean, you had that same kind yeah. of thing with Jackie Chan Adventures, where he'd have, like, oh, his Oh, Jackie live Chan Adventures. Sequence. Can oh, I change my answer to that? Jackie Chan oh, Adventures. shit. Holy yeah. shit. I'm going to start yeah. a podcast on that one of these days. It's... Oh, my God. Yeah, you can bring me on. Oh, man, that show was the shit. No, yeah, that's... That, I changed my answer. Been... I'm sorry, Avatar The Last Airbender. You're good, but you're no Jackie <laughs> Chan Adventures. There have been so many cartoons where it's just, let's just take this actual actor or comedian and give them a cartoon... There have been so many of those, and the vast, vast, vast majority of them have been garbage. Jackie Chan's Adventures has is way better than it has any yeah, right to true, be. It was, and I love yeah. it for that. Next bonus episode. Yep. It, it had a wrestler, so it had me hooked. It's true. Nice. Uh, okay, folks. El Toro Fuerte. El Toro Fuerte. Toro Fuerte. Nice. So, uh, there's one question left, and I kind of have to explain what the deal with this question is. Uh-oh. So when I went to the Facebook group to try and get questions from just for Code Lyoko, as a joke for the picture on the, the question survey, I put a picture of MTV's The Head. Great. Um, what? Yeah, I What's saw that. that? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's an animated show that MTV did in the late 80s, early 90s, and it's 
it was one of those like like sort of weird gross out shows that they had and the gist of it was that this guy has a giant head because an alien had started living in his head ew um and sometimes the alien would like pop out and actually like interact and be a character but like the point is his head is enormous now um sounds gross it is but in any case uh, greg asked why does the head's head look like a large inflated scrotum rather than an actual head and, well, it's because it's an MTV cartoon, and that's just kind of how they did things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at... Pe- I'm so, looking oh, at that would have been another good head, answer. But... Make us XLR. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, MTV God. made me think of that because how the creator would destroy an Airzatz MTV in every episode because they canceled the show he made for them. Oh. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, before we move on to, like, plugs and signing off, does anyone have any final thoughts on Code Lyoko they want to throw out there? It was both better and worse than I expected. And, like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, like, the reason I kind of suggested it was that it was kind of, like, a show that, like, had some aspect of nostalgia to it, but wasn't, like, really, like, that well-remembered or really, like, not very talked about, like... You know, kind of a very light nostalgia in that it existed, and I don't think yeah. like, yeah, much it's one else. Of shows where, like, if someone, it's one of the shows where, like, if someone says, hey, do you remember blah, 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 like, 20 people will be like, yeah, I remember blah, 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 and that'll be about the end of the conversation. Yeah. There'll be one person who was like, yeah, I remember blah, 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 fan fiction talk, fan fiction talk, blah, 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 and, blah. Like, Looking at Wiki- <laughs> like looking at Wikipedia, like later on, they get like a legitimate Green Ranger, like a dude who is like at, at first working for Xana and then like becomes a part of the team. Actually, it's more the opposite. He joins them and then Xana possesses him. Oh shit! Oh, oh okay, interesting. So, oh, reverse Green Ranger. I mean, the good. Uh, the yes. more we talk about it's a, it's a bold move. The more we talk about the future of the show, the more I kind of want to just go watch it just to find out the nonsense. Go, yeah. Green Ranger, go. <laughs> That's the feeling that I've been getting, that this episode was like, eh, with some creepy parts, but the more I look into Wikipedia, this might actually be one of those that I'm never going to see again, but I'll read the Wikipedia page. There's like a whole book series about this, like explaining shit that they didn't do in the show because they were lazy. And they were really? Like, and yeah, and like I was reading uh. about it and they were like, they released a fur, there are four of them. They released two of them in English, or no, they might have released like two of them in French? What was the whole specifics of the book series? Hold on. Uh, four chapter books, uh, and it takes place after the end of the series. In a different universe than the live-action one, because that hadn't happened yet. Yeah. So, yeah, so the series will never be released officially in English, nor the final two books released in French. So I Wait, guess what? Okay. So I guess Wait, so they're like written and people know about them, but they're not anywhere to be read? No, so basically like they, they released them in Japanese and they released the first two <laughs> books in French. In um, Japanese first? Why? Yes, because Koleo oh. was weird. Um, Maybe Koleoko was weirdly big in Japan. We I don't believe on. that for a second. Yeah, apparently. I kinda can. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, I think it's weird enough. But yeah, so um, so there there have been there's a fan community that has released all of the books in English, but oh, like they've nice. never been released officially. Also, really cool. apparently, I always like it when fan communities come together and do cool shit like that. Yeah, 
Also, apparently, if you go and look up Code Lyoko on uh, on iTunes, you can only get season four and not any of the other seasons. <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, I, well, I, like, why would you? Like, I, I, I don't think we necessarily mentioned this, but uh, there is actually an official upload of the entire series on YouTube. So it's basically all of that prequel special live action series subtitled into english it's all on there in Wait, a playlist if you want to like the uh, live it looks like it according to the t- according to the title of the videos like yeah and it's like a specifically like a u.s account so huh. yeah it's totally this is english an... official u.s yeah and, and here's the thing folks we're we're not above watching something like that's been pirated onto youtube if we don't have any other options but no this is this is official like this mm-hmm. is legally on YouTube by the people who own the rights, which is pretty chill of them. I, That's I dig pretty that. cool. Like, despite yeah. like despite what we may think about the show, like it's cool that they like go to that effort to like preserve a series that like you know may, may not like have like a home release or a lot of like you know any release Some otherwise. Pure like, France only Blu-rays or something yeah. or laser discs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you know, disc. like, and uh, like, it's especially cool that like it's free to everybody, and not like one of those things on YouTube where you gotta like pay for it, you know? Yeah. Also, yeah. apparently, the DVDs for Kobayashi are like notoriously hard to find because they were released on DVD in like 2011, but have gone out of print. And, uh, and not like, surprising. And like, if you want a copy, it's like super hard to get. So it's like doubly nice that they just were like, just here, it's on YouTube. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 And apparently yeah. at one yeah. point... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Apparently yeah. at so. one point this was on Netflix, but they took it off. Yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine why. So. Uh, I mean, they take good I, well, things off of Netflix, too. It's true. But in any case, let's uh, let's start wrapping this up. Frankie. Hey. You got anything you want to plug? Uh, just my Twitter account. If uh, I have a lot of projects, like in the pre-production uh, stage, so if anything actually happens, you can find it on my Twitter account, which is Frankie Extra with one E. The E of Frankie is the same E of Extra uh, on Twitter, and then I sometimes post whatever new games I'm writing or any micro games i'm working on like three different sentai games Ooh, but they're fun. i haven't finished any of them so if i do that will that will be the place you will learn uh, learn about them Alrighty, and andrew uh hi i've been andrew uh all i really have to plug is uh i guess my tumblr again it's uh perry dash dotted p-r-i dash d-o-t-t-e-d um yeah i'm not really up to much Alright, cool. And Jeff? Um, again, my Twitter account, uh, Waffleman, with an underscore uh, at the end. Uh, again, I do freelance graphic design. My pinned tweet is sort of like a small sort of card with some uh, sample prices and some sample work. And in my bio, there's a link to uh, my portfolio page. So, like, you know, if you want, like, a logo or, like, any sort of graphic design done, um, make sure to check me out because I've been wanting to get a little bit more work lately. All right, cool. And last but not least, Kay. Uh, I already mentioned, you know, you can find me on Tumblr at, you know, cutestprincess.tumblr.com, and you can find me on Twitter at Lady K. Hirsch. And also, I wanted to take this quick opportunity to plug a very important book I recently read. It's called Dreadnought. It's part of a series 
and it's about a uh, young teen closeted trans girl who basically meets what is basically the equivalent of her world Superman or All Might as he is dying and inherits his powers and ends up, ooh, because of this, getting her idea... Basically, it's like she got the world's best transition surgery ever, <laughs> except through getting superpowers. I mean, and so if you she can gets get these there. superpowers, and she gets the body she's always wanted, but she still has to deal with shit like her horrible, shitty, abusive dad, or like her creepy best friend, and also the person who murdered Dreadnought that she got the powers from. <laughs> and it's just, all right. and I haven't read a book in years, and then I picked that one up, and I read it all in one night, and it was it made me so happy I cried. It was so well written, and it was about, and it had a trans girl protagonist and it was just i just had to wanted to put it out there go check out dreadnought or recently the sequel came out sovereign yeah i just wanted to it's by uh the author is april daniels and i just wanted to give that book a boost because i basically i spent a couple days just reblogging a post about it repeatedly to get it out there so that other trans ladies like and just other people in general can find this good good book about a trans girl that's very well written and made made and made me very emotional. All right, cool means. All right, and so I think that's gonna do it for us. Thank you for joining me, everybody. I uh, I hope you had a really good time. And for teenagers with attitude, I've been Mike. I've been Frankie. I've been Andrew. I'm Jeff. I'm Casey. And may the power protect you. Well, I guess it kind of doesn't need to because you'll just go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Later. Uh, see ya. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Something French, something French could be. Each time I see a little girl, or five, or six, or seven, I can't resist a joyous urge to smile and say, Thank even for little girls. For little girls get bigger every day. It. Thank even for little girls. They grew up in the most delightful way. Those little eyes, so helpless and appealing. One day will flash and send a crash through the ceiling. Thank even for little girls. Thank heaven for the long, no matter where, no matter who. Without them, what would the boys do? Thank heaven. Thank heaven. Thank heaven for little girls.